1: Today, we are here to tell you why traditional Zelda dungeons are never coming back. You might be happy about this, but I sure am not.
0: Well, now that we've done a couple in Mm. Tears of the Kingdom, I think we had said, hey, this isn't exactly what they said this was going to be. But then it made us think of like, this has kind of been a 10-year process for the Zelda series. And it feels like the ship has sailed.
1: I think that it has. And it might be disappointing to some people. It might be a relief. To some people, but we should talk about it a little bit more because this is a pretty big departure for the Zelda series. We should and we will. We should and we will. That's right. Yes. Um, As usual, everything that we do here on this channel is made possible by our wonderful Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much for supporting us. If you'd like to join us, uh, we are at patreon.com slash Kit and Krista.
0: That's right. We have um, a free trial available for our most popular tier and also a great new free tier. Yeah. Which gets you uh, a lot of cool stuff that uh, you can't do on our other social channels. You can vote in the polls that we do Mm -hmm. right in this podcast. You can participate in our great Vista Challenge. I was going to say,
1: we have a really special thing that's happening right now for everyone that's part of our Patreon community, whether you are joining and just checking us out at the free tier or your your You know, in one of the other tiers that gets other great benefits as well. But you are eligible to be in our Vista contest and the winner, as chosen by the Vista King, will be getting a Tears of the Kingdom Collectors Edition, which was donated by one of our wonderful Patreon superstars. Full circle. It is literally the best community ever. Can you imagine, guys? Like Our wonderful Patreon community member, Kyle, donated this wonderful prize to us. And then now we can have this great, fun Vista contest for all of you. So, yeah, it is really, really cool.
0: That's right. So give it a look. Uh, We're also, people want to know. People want to see the the thermometer. The thermometer. Of how our funding (laughs) of Getting to Japan is going. The number is going up, which is most important. Of course. And uh, as always, everything on YouTube, super thanks and super chat-wise goes directly into the thermometer. The thermometer,
1: yes. I need to make an interactive thermometer, I feel.
0: Thermometer son. let's call it that.
1: <laughs> thermometer sun. Yeah, I need to make like one that has like a
0: Interactive? Like a whoo- oh. Like you know, sound one effects. of those
1: sound effects, yeah. like a little animation maybe. I need to I need to be better at my graphic skills to do that, but that'll be that's a nice goal. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, So thank you for everyone that has already donated to our Japan fund. It is very much appreciated. We're hoping to get there this year and make tons of great content for all of you. So it's going to be a fun time if we make it there.
0: That's right. We have a lot of great stuff that has gone up on our YouTube channel recently. A lot of great Zelda videos. Um, I'm a big fan of our testing viral ultra hand builds videos. If you have not tried the wheel from this video. The wheel is the best one. You are missing out.
1: Yeah, the Ferris wheel does not take a lot of materials. It's stuff that you- Very battery efficient. I was gonna say very battery efficient. It's stuff that you can just find pretty easily at any of those little like construction station things. And it's fast.
0: It gets around. That
1: thing can roll. On
0: on ground, in water water, is amazing.
1: Uh, Going through a bow goblin camp (laughs) and and terrorizing them in a giant wooden wheel is is quite entertaining. Yeah, so that worked.
0: (laughs) Some didn't work to comedic effect, but um, a lot of fun stuff there. We've also put out our Korok launching video, which is controversial. Proven to be controversial.
1: Um, We are getting on the bandwagon of the Korok torture. But as you said, we did it in in a productive way. I don't know if that's just to make you yourself feel better about your misdeeds. I don't think it's I wouldn't
0: call this torture.
1: It's not great to launch a Korok <gasps> it out into a, of
0: the game to a better place. It's like you know in Lord of the Rings the elves go to this island to live the, to live out their days. Oh, this is what the Koroks are doing. They don't want to be on Hyrule.
1: Uh, oh boy. Um <laughs> we, we I think we broke the game in one of our launches. I think you did. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you guys have to watch because I uh, I don't think it can go any further than that. I think that right. was like literally the end of the game. Um, the game world, which is pretty funny. But we built all sorts of crazy devices to launch to see who can launch a Korok the furthest. Mm-hmm. And of course everything goes to our challenge board. Again, controversial. Well,
0: I mean, we can say what happens in that at least. We can? You, I think so. Oh. You got on the board, congratulations. I got on
1: the board, you guys!
0: A whole it's one It's a boom point. day for a the
1: Okay. A boon day. The
0: comeback is on.
1: It's on. It's on.
0: It's exciting for you.
1: This is this is my my NBA finals right here.
0: All right. Um, we have also <laughs> released, we both really love this video, our um, high R- Finding high Hyrule yeah. from Tears of the Kingdom in Real Life yes. video. This is yes. a special one this for us. This
1: is a really special one. We have been thinking about this video for a really long time. I would say since Breath of the Wild because we both were just so incredibly like, Sucked into the world of Hyrule in both Breath of the Wild and, of course, now in Tears of the Kingdom. Like whenever we play that this game, we look around where we live and we're like, "This is literally where we live. This is like our actual lives." <laughs> so it's just so nice to. We did this video where we went to these locations just around, basically around like the, the Bay Area where we are, and we and used... they were
0: all within like a five minute drive. Yeah, of one that of them. was the weird Somehow. part.
1: Somehow they were all very close together. Yeah. Um, which is great, but we basically found all of these real-life locations that look pretty much identical to locations in the game. Um, obviously, we found you know Hyrule Field and Lake Hylia and even like a cool kind of water temple, which is actually called a water that's temple. The, that's
0: the most remarkable one, if you ask me.
1: Yeah, I just can't believe that we live next to a place that's literally called the water temple. That's just weird, right? Um But yeah, it's one of those videos, you know, when I was editing the the vlog after we uh, finished filming it, it was like, wow, this is such a cool thing that a video game can like inspire you to do something like this and take you not only like, you're not only immersed in the game, but you become very aware of your own surroundings and the beautiful places that, um, you might have taken for granted, um, And it's just like a really great realization that, yeah, like this is like a real part of your life, you know? So very cool, very special video. Hope you guys check it out.
0: We had, uh, we can share a behind the scenes story. We had some uh, interesting interactions with locals on some of those trails. where we were trying to film this video and the oh, first yeah. one this was like an older two a pair of like older ladies yeah and we saw them and they were like excuse me can you direct us to the bathroom
1: yeah and we so said we did. Uh, yeah. it's over there yeah we had just walked by and it,
0: then we so. were getting set up where there was like that big rock yeah for at our first location it where, was like
1: literally a the trail and the rock was like two inches yeah. from the trail
0: and we were standing yeah we were standing like literally two inches off of the trail getting ready to do this and this lady came back she walked back the other way and she's like excuse me I'm on the staff here. You really can't be doing this off trail. It was like, <laughs> was like two like, inches what? off the
1: trail. Also, if you a staff here, how come you didn't know where the bathroom was?
0: That's my question.
1: I think they were messing with us. They, we were having too much fun. Um,
0: old ladies getting their yucks in. A
1: lot of old ladies up and yeah. around yeah. in these areas. Yeah, a lot. Um,
0: I have also seen some people comparing this video to the old sights and sounds video.
1: Yeah, you were the brainchild the origin- behind that video, Which I,
0: I, I appreciate that comparison. I would say this video is a slightly different in yeah. that, you know, we're talking in it. It's not just us walking around. It's just
1: not, as, not ASMR, But or, yeah.
0: um, that is definitely a video that I have a lot of love for. That mm-hmm. was definitely...
1: Well, you, you're the one that like had the idea to do that video and then made it happen. So well <laughs> there, it was it was, was like that. me
0: and the guy I worked with on I think we were the only two people who really liked that series <laughs> internally. Mm, a I lot, liked of people, it. lot of people a lot of people are saying like what the heck is this? Why are you wasting your time yeah, it was walking funny, around in the woods it's
1: funny to try to explain the concept of like ASMR to a bunch of Japanese well, executives which is <laughs> it's kind of weird because it can have like a sexy the
0: first rule of that is never say asmr because they're right. like so you're a pervert you gotta get it yeah it, which is not, which is not what asmr not is
1: what asmr is but there are parts of it that could be a little sexy if so. you are
0: wanting to jump to a conclusion about it that's a conclusion that you might jump to if you're uninformed that's right yes
1: it's not all asmr is not like that you know i watched lots of like Fa- like people getting facials, yeah, ASMR is very relaxing. Absolutely, yeah. Anyways, um, but it, it is you. It's a weird thing to, it's a weird concept to try to explain to Japanese executives when you're trying to get a video like this approved. Um, so there was a lot of like semantics yeah. and like dancing around. But so that
0: was a short-lived series. But yeah. uh, I love working on it. Somehow that somehow that hasn't been delisted yet. Maybe that'll be next uh, after they hear this. Oh yeah, we should take that down. The too. person
1: that um, that was in the video uh is no longer at nintendo either so
0: sorry it happens life goes on
1: he's just in the woods now it's fine he (laughs) He lives
0: in the woods (laughs) he decided to live in the woods (laughs) the (laughs) aforementioned vista contest so this is a video that's going to be coming out next week if people are wondering the winner will not be notified until the video goes live, That's because right. we don't want to have people out there blabbing like, "Oh, I want
1: Right. Until so
0: this comes out, there'd be a moment of surprise. Yes. Uh, we have gotten a lot of submissions for that. We have. We have.
1: You have been I, tracking the submissions. It, I have in our like personal email account. So that's, it's
0: not our personal email. It's a, bi- business a, business a business email. It's a business account, but like. Jeez.
1: But still, you manage. I have. <laughs> I have the access to that when You don't. Email like,
0: like many things related to this, oh, I have no. the access, and you don't. Somehow. Um, we've gotten like. six. 60 submissions Whoa!
1: so far. Oh, shoot. And
0: I have I have not gone through any of them yet. It's like the envelope will remain sealed. It's like the
1: Academy Awards. Until
0: the deadline passes, at yeah. which point I'll be going through it yeah, with, you, have with to, you.
1: You have to do it, um, right. to keep it all fair and good here. Exactly. Um, I got a question from, our, from one of our, oh. our lovely Patreon yeah. family members over the weekend that was like, if I take a screenshot from a side quest, is that okay? Like everyone's very like, i appreciate the attention to detail mm-hmm. on the vista contest yeah. and i was like of course it's fine as long as you're not showing like a major story spoiler or anything and and, and this person was very uh, relieved to hear that it was okay to do that so i hope yeah
0: people learned one of my lessons from when we did this for xenoblade oh. chronicles 3 and is don't don't just take a screenshot from a cutscene. Yes. Actually stage it yourself.
1: Stage it yourself. Right. Yeah. The cutscene ones are a little bit too easy because that's yeah. pre It's like the game's
0: doing it for you. Exactly.
1: Right. You wanna and we wanna hear about why you chose that's a that's my favorite part. It's oh, like yeah. people why did you have a, a reaction when you saw this particular scene? Yeah, know, or like this landscape or whatever, because that's what makes it special is like what you guys were feeling at the time. So anyways, Vista contest is is going, <laughs> submit. And join our Patreon um, at the free tier if if you wish, but at the other tiers if you want to support us. Uh, And again,
0: collector's edition at stake.
1: Oh, man. Which is an
0: item we do not have and will continue to not have. I
1: was just so floored by the generosity of our community, honestly. And and Kyle is is one of our actual superstars um, and has been just a huge supporter of the channel. And just so generous to donate this as a as a the baby the coolest prize ever um, for the vista yeah. contest it's awesome
0: stamps.com that's an account you have uh, yeah the logins too
1: oh yeah
0: <laughs> i'll keep I, some you'll keep be, some like stamps.com
1: i will be fulfilling your shipment i'm also the shipping department i'm hr graphics uh, and the shipping department apparently which is fine i love it
0: Great <laughs> controller, you hold the purse strings. The comp, what, what is a comp controller? There's a controller and a comp controller. I don't know what a comp controller like, is. That, does. The first time I saw it, I was like, Am the, I
1: operations? Surely, am this I is, like Don James of this this entity?
0: Surely this is a typo.
1: Comp controller. Well, I think
0: if if you if that's the role that you're in, you should at least know what it is.
1: I don't so know. I'm gonna I am say a no. comp controller. Maybe
0: we need to hire a comp controller. I don't
1: think we should hire anybody. First
0: step: find what that is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the I'm operations.
0: All right, I have. A heck of a story to share with you oh. in just a moment about um, days. E three days gone past.
1: It certainly has a, gone lo- past. a long time ago. Yeah, these are like early days. Where really, in the in the heyday. Yeah,
0: this is a fun one.
1: Of E3. Uh, but,
0: but before that, I want to say this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. Yay! My get favorite. Make it HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit.
1: You guys know we are both huge fans of HelloFresh, using it all the time for our meals at home. Recently, I have been enjoying, so in the month of May, they had really great, like, Asian American HelloFresh recipes. Mm -hmm. And I I do know a lot of, like, Chinese recipes from my mom and stuff, but there are some recipes from, like, other Asian cultures that I've never cooked myself. Mm. And I really enjoyed that. It was, like, a good learning experience for me. And all the ingredients are pre-portioned, so you don't have any waste. It's really affordable and the the most important part, the best part is that it's
0: delicious. Right. There are more than 40 weekly options to choose from. Mm -hmm. So the variety, which is the spice of life, is in full effect. (laughs) This is your opportunity to plug your eternal favorite, the pescatarian option.
1: I do love the pescatarian or the (laughs) veggie option because I don't eat a lot of meat. So it's great to have options when you are putting together your meal kit. I love that. Um, yeah, it's it's been really fun. And I, I certainly am like making a lot of recipes where I would never have made if I didn't have HelloFresh. So
0: yeah, and they're very easy and quick to put together once you finally get them. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 16 and use code KITCRista16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. I Ooh. repeat, go to HelloFresh.com slash KitCrista16 and use code KITCRista16 for 16 free meals plus free. Free shipping.
1: i we'll put the link right over here and also in the description below. We hope you check it out. That's right. All right. You did something bad at E3. Uh,
0: well, that's a strange way to start this. <laughs> so we had the PlayStation uh, showcase last week. Yeah. Which, So we had PlayStation on the brain, mm. which made me think back to one of my earliest E3 memories, um, which involved PlayStation. Yeah. And this was um, my first year in the industry, actually, which would have been 2004. Oh my god! coming up on 20 years You're in old. this industry. I, I, didn't, I didn't know you. I was still in school at that I time. <laughs> I didn't have a clue who you were. I didn't even have a job. I was like a, in school. My life school. was much better than. Hey.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> Your life was empty, empty and sad.
0: Podcast was like, what's what's that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Did not exist. Your life exist. was so empty and sad. You had to do
0: this the Gizmondo was, uh, was a hot, <laughs> just an apple a hot, in somebody's come eye on. the <laughs> apple of his eye um, so this was my first e3 which honestly deserves multiple other story times cuz there's a lot of strange and interesting things yeah.
1: that happened yeah the early e3 days which i was not quite a part of were the the stuff of legend like yeah. i i would hear about these you know kinds of stories um passed down when i started to attend the show but yeah some of the stuff that you're going to talk about is like very much i don't know like I, I just feel like that was the time and place for it to happen and it's like literally never going to repeat again
0: i you know? i see it as there, there were like a couple eras of e3 there was this era that i'm going to talk about which i would call like the classic era i think of most people associate e3 with this time sure Then there was a couple years of weirdness. There was like the Santa Monica E three,
1: and that was my first E three, where like the industry
0: decided, like, "Hey, this is too expensive. We need to scale this back." And the ESA's great decision was, "Okay, we'll do it in this junky airplane hangar in Santa Monica." That was weird. Uh, Misfire should have been that's a sign for the future. And then they, you know, they revived it. They brought back the old format, and that's what we got until the thing went kaput. Right. So this is, I would say, very much in the classic era of E three. So. Like I said, my first E3, I was working at an agency, and basically the way that worked was you basically got assigned, sold off to one of these other companies, these client companies that you were working with. So I was associated with Dreamcatcher, which was a, I would call it a mid-sized PC publisher at the Mm -hmm. time. I don't don't believe they still are around. They're kind of big claim to fame game, which they had in this time that I worked on. It, it was called Painkiller, which is mm. a pretty cool first-person shooter.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty well-known. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, and and that studio has gone on to be acquired by Epic, and, like, they, they really made a name for, for themselves. People Can Fly is the name of that studio. So... It was a very much, like, unassuming, like, I was not, like, working the Nintendo booth or, like, a mega right. booth. Like, it right. was, like, a very, like, small, reasonable-sized booth just, like, hammering out these press appointments. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see a lot of the people that I worked with day-to-day because they were all farmed out to these other companies. So, right. like, it was me and, you know, there was, like, the contact that I knew and we were doing grinding out these media appointments. But <clears throat> I would I would meet up with um, kind of the crew from the agency at you know at the end of the day but one of the things they had been talking up was all right, we're we gotta try and get some of our people into the Sony PlayStation party
1: Those parties back in the day, those E3 parties right. were like the hottest thing ever this was the
0: thing to do it
1: was literally the thing to do everybody would always try even in my era of e3 like yeah everybody would try to either get on the list or sneak into these parties
0: and all of the company all of the, the three platform holders had these sorts of parties right. like nintendo would have they would call it the business reception a business
1: reception but
0: but it was just a party and you would invite you know like your high profile business partners like right. people from retailers or people from you know third parties and yeah like it was just a part. Like it's they, just a, it's they a would elbow
1: a, rubbing kind of thing, right? Like, you know,
0: they would have like a big like musical, musical act. Guests, like what yeah. was the one that always got like Maroon Five? Well, yeah,
1: when I was um, packing up the uh, the archives when the office was moving, I found a bunch of random Maroon Five stuff in like the <laughs> basement, and I was like, "What is this?" And someone was like, "Oh, it's from the E three party that they anyways." It was just very yeah. bizarre. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's, like, a big deal. Like, right. there's, it's not, like, some little, like, reception, hotel reception. Yeah. It is, like, a big, a and big party. And
0: in that tour. later era of E3, these were no more. Like, people no. people realized that this was a losing equation financially.
1: Yeah. And also, like, you kind of looked bad if you were, like, quote, wasting money on totally. a party of the scale, right. I guess. It was sort of, like, shameful to do it. But
0: so. back then, nobody knew better. We were all dumb. And it, and <laughs> the company that was known for having the most extravagant parties was Sony, oh. and this was Sony. Like this was so, 2004 was still the PlayStation Two.
1: So they were high. So they stuff. were
0: like riding high, top yeah. of the game, yeah. arrogant as could be, just like right, right. just burning money.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I can see that.
0: So again, as my first e3. I didn't know what I was doing. So I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, sure. I'll follow along with you and see what we can do. And they're like, yeah. they're like, well, we're not invited. First problem. First, first problem. Um, so we need to basically scam our way in. Yeah. But, you know, we'll go. Um, we'll see if we can do it. If not, it'll be, you know, just a fun time trying to get in. Like, all right, fine, sure.
1: What else are you doing anyway? Exactly.
0: I'm not, I don't have anything else. I don't, I don't know what to do. Right. Again, my first E3. And there's, all, there's like so many, like dozens and dozens of other parties, but a lot of them are really like sad and like sketchy and depressing. Yeah. So,
1: no, you want to get into like one of the big three parties. You don't,
0: you don't want to go. You definitely
1: there. want to get into one of the big three parties.
0: So <laughs> we go in the evening and the party, they had this party at the same location for multiple years, basically until the end of that era, until the, the Santa Monica E3. Mm it was at dodger stadium where the los angeles dodgers play baseball it wasn't actually in the stadium it was in the parking lot This mm-hmm. um, so it's a huge right so it, yeah you know you had to like drive out um a little bit out of the city to get there it wasn't like walk down the street and like you know hang out at some hotel or something so we take a taxi out to dodger stadium <laughs> with our fingers crossed hoping that this would work so I start talking to the people. Like, so, what exactly are we doing? How are we getting into this? Do I need like four? Do I need like Jason Bourne, like a fake I passport or need, something? Yeah. Like, what, what exactly do I need? What's your
1: story? What are you going to tell the door person? And
0: one of the people I worked with was extremely well connected, and she said. So I've been talking to some of my friends at EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly, mm-hmm. and they are going to be leaving the party a little bit early.
1: So they're going to give you their passes?
0: So what we're going to do, do is we're going to meet them outside. They're going to get, there's like multiple wristbands you need to get in, like multiple oh. layers of it, but they're just going to give it to you. They're going to give it all to us. They, they had a small group. We had okay. a small group. They're going to give it all You're to right us. They're
1: basically going to do a swap.
0: And when you go check in, you are going to say that you are the and that you needed to step out to meet another guest momentarily oh, step out a good plan. to meet another guest that's
1: not a bad it, I so mean you like, had a plan that's okay.
0: good okay I mean it, it it should work because you know peop, the people running this is such a big party the people running the, the check-in they, they have no clue who any of these yeah, people are exactly they, they're just looking at like a name, a on, name a on a list it's like uh, okay fine. And they're not
1: checking ID as long as you have the wristbands already you probably should be fine
0: right and this was this is probably a much harder scam to pull off these days. Like I know. there's probably a lot more layers. Now there's
1: like RFID. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. Remember when we went to the Mario premiere? There's like so many of those like yeah. RFID right. checkpoints, and right. now you can't. So
0: I, I wouldn't recommend actually trying something right. like this <laughs> these days because it's probably <laughs> they get a not get to work. Well, I mean, work.
1: you're only you're not just not going to get in. So right. Anyways.
0: Um. So you know we're kind of hanging out there for a little bit, waiting for these people to come out. And sure enough, on the time that was. Discuss. They show up. Wow! And um, we do the exchange out of sight. The multiple wristbands in the back alley. <clears throat> There's no back alley in the, in the parking lot of Dodger alley? Stadium. You just kind of like turn, Ch- turn your back. Changing
1: wristbands
0: um, suspiciously. But you kind of you know put on put on a brave face and go talk to the person at the check-in. And guess what? It works. So we <gasps> made were you. What,
1: what, what name did you use? We
0: got. I don't remember. Shane Bettenhausen. No, that's not who That's not who it was. That's not who, was. That's not who was. Hey. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember who I was supposed to be. Um, and the thing, so again, only impor- very important business partners get invited to this. Right. So if you have enough to prove who you are, like they do not want to-
1: Offend you. Tick yeah. you off. Yeah. Because the then thing. It's like, oh, what you questioning right. it's who like, I am? I'm
0: the buyer. I'm the head buyer at Walmart. And now I'm mad. And now I'm dropping my order of of PlayStation 2s. (laughs) This
1: is where you can really like lie and be like, I'm a Kennedy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They don't care. They want the buyer from Walmart. Um, And so so it works. So we get inside and it's not like the party is right there. You have to get in these little, I don't even know what these things are. I would describe them as like pods of golf carts where there was like a head golf cart. And then they had these sort of like... It's like a train without a track.
1: Okay, I was like Disneyland.
0: Right, so they they would
1: like a sh- like a little golf cart shuttle.
0: But you're it, it's like groups of four in these little pods, and they uh-huh. would take you to the party. Okay, and that was like a, a five minute ride. Uh huh. Because
1: the, the place is huge.
0: Dodger Stadium parking lot turns out is massive.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> It's <laughs> and ridiculous. And party is
0: probably huge. Right, but you can see like off in the distance. It's like it's like an oasis in the desert. Like <laughs> they have these gigantic tents. There's crazy, just lights shooting out of everywhere, oh. and the music is just like going off. Now, who is the this, guest musical this, guest? This is the hallmark of these parties. Yeah. It's like so. Sony has Sony Music. I
1: know, right? So they have and, they have the best music. performance, they went, probably. And they went
0: like all out in getting like actual legit musical acts. Who? And there would never be just one.
1: Who? So I
0: actually went back and looked this up. This is this is documented online. Okay. So that year, it was the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, missy elliott oh my gosh <laughs> and the crystal method were the three wow musical that's acts. pretty good crystal method maybe not so high missy profile. elliott but again, is the best one in 2004 this was like oh my gosh this wow. is like was yeah like, this is like, like a, top a headlining year. it's
1: almost like a music festival right. level right
0: but i remember Fest. like everybody was like oh you know these are good like the people were so spoiled they're like oh last year they had the red hot chili peppers oh and wow it, like it wasn't as good um, and I, again, I was doing my research. The following year, they had um, Incubus, mm. who you love. I love
1: Incubus. I went to one of their concerts. It was really good. So back in that era, <laughs>
0: like the music at this was legit, and, well, yeah. and really shows like how much Sony was like shelling, shelling out money, shelling yeah. out for this thing. Yeah,
1: they don't care. they were on top of the world at the time. They
0: don't like this. This party must have cost millions of dollars. Oh,
1: absolutely, easy, easy, easy yeah.
0: millions of dollars. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of get there. And our, our group kind of, like, spreads to the wind. Um, so I'm just kind of, like, walking around, taking it in. And it's, it's very much like...
1: It's kind Who'd of you like, meet? Who'd you see? What'd you do? What'd you eat? Well, I,
0: again, I didn't know anybody, but it's very much like a... Like a Cirque du Soleil come to life kind of Uh, vibe. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like there's different stages. There there are these like
0: performers just like roving around in these like costumes. I remember people like on these giant stilts or like going off of like trapeze things that had just been set up. Gosh, that's so
1: wild. Very
0: kind of like otherworldly. Yeah place like
1: to be experience.
0: and like you would go into any one of these tents and they would have like different types of food mm-hmm. and like a different bar set up that would make different drinks it sounds
1: like a tech party nowadays you know that does does well that's era. who's got the money now now yeah. well, no one has the money now Let's <laughs> be real. no one has the money now those are those are days gone by too but that's like the same vibe as like it's like, how can we, it's like a, you know, when you watch like Silicon Valley, like that random TV show, it's like, yeah. how can we show off as much as possible? And yeah, how, like, this yeah. is what we're going to do. Exactly. Like, it's so extravagant, right? Right,
0: right. And there were multiple stages for the different musical acts. Yeah. You couldn't just have one stage with no. them cycling through. Um, <laughs> the music was actually like quite forgettable like I, I didn't spend you didn't
1: go see missy elliott um
0: i mean i i like saw it i, I was like walking by i was like okay you didn't that's, get you
1: didn't get down that's to missy elliott that's I what that have, that's what remember. that is
0: um <laughs> what was her song superfly superfly or was that the name of her album yeah. whatever um get your
1: freak on <laughs> so you
0: know i'm there for like a couple hours <laughs> yeah. and you know just kind of hanging out taking it in and i it decided it's time to go so there's a big finale to this story oh big couldn't finale. get out no big finale Nothing so hot? Coming in, you take those weird shuttle things. Same thing going out. Uh-huh. So I pile in. The group piles in. It's late at night. This group is a little, you know what ah, I mean.
1: Ah, okay.
0: Um, so it's a very just kind of like too much fun. Oh. <laughs> it's
1: not great to like put people that are maybe a little bit partying too hard in a right.
0: moving vehicle, but right. whatever. <laughs> but as we get going, the person behind me, somebody stands up to make an announcement. <gasps> Everybody. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And I turn around, and I see Ken Kutaragi, the, oh. the, the quote, father of the PlayStation. <laughs> oh, my god! Looking like the cat that swallowed the canary, looking as happy as can be, just like. Mmm, it me. And that must have been, like, his personal assistant or something who had stood up to make the announcement. He said, everybody, thank Mr. Kudaragi for the great party you kidding me and the group and again the group was like three sheets so they were just like
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you did you do a deep bow I just looked, uh. <laughs>
0: <Did you? laughs> this is a very strange thing so Sama.
1: so i shared
0: <laughs> I, <got> to- <laughs> I shared a roller coaster car with ken kudaragi back <laughs>
1: um
0: i'm sure he got back into his limousine and into the night he went yeah but that um, was just getting started that was that was my big night at the Sony E3 party. You know, you're
1: not really a party person. I'm not. You're really. But it was, it was like you have
0: to see this. You have
1: to go. This yeah. is
0: like an experience. Yeah. And actually, two years later, in 2006, I ended up going because, but at that point, I was working with Konami. Right. And we we're working on Metal Gear Solid Four, so, so we you we were, were invited. we were a legit oh like, how business, the tables business, have turned business partner. Yeah. Um, it was not as fun to experience it the second time because it, it was it was very like much very like muted. It right? was very much the same thing, yeah. and then after that, the PlayStation Three came out. It did very badly. They stopped doing this party. E three changed forever. It was all gone. It was all over. It was all gone and yeah, over. Yeah,
1: the parties that we would get into later on, and we'll, we can share another story time, were a little bit different. But they still kind of tried to get the vibe back. But I think the era that you went yeah. with these huge like multi-million dollar peak
0: excess of e3 exactly it is
1: such a i don't know like a cautionary tale almost of it's never going to be like this forever right you know and Mm -hmm. it's same thing with these like tech parties back in the day it's there's it's going to come back down like you go up you're going to come back down so yeah it's good to experience it in the moment but i mean
0: even now like sony's riding high they're making money hand over fist they're They're not they're not doing this they learn their lesson those
1: era that era is gone right um, so it was cool that you got to experience it when you could, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's not your money, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you just have fun, so
0: it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the best part.
0: And it's they the did. Part. They did have an, one last thing I'll say about this is they had. They were very legendary for giving out sort of tchotchkes or giveaways. Oh, the at giveaways,
1: the end. yeah. So the gift bags. What'd you get?
0: In '04, I got sort of a like a PlayStation messenger bag, oh type thing. Okay, the but messenger
1: bag was very popular in the early 2000s. More
0: famous, in 2006, they gave away these like like little small suitcase like duffel bag things yeah. that had PlayStation all over it, and the story goes that a lot of people on their way back from E3 had their bags stolen because <laughs> people just saw like a giant PlayStation logo. And they were
1: like, "Oh, I I like,
0: oh something I'm,
1: cool is inside this I'm a thing? shady
0: person at the airport. I'm going to steal this."
1: Back so I think I, TSA. <laughs> I, think I ended
0: up giving that away to somebody. Somebody I was like, I'm at not our that worked
1: with us on our team at Nintendo still had his PlayStation suitcase. That
0: must have been the one
1: that um, that like he got, had gotten from the party, and yeah. he took it to a Nintendo event oh. once.
0: <gasps> and
1: you know what I'm talking about, right?
0: Uh, I think I do. Okay,
1: yeah. And then like when we were in the Redmond Nintendo yeah. office. He was like trying to like like very like stealthily put oh, his jacket no. like over the and I was like, <laughs> what the heck is this? And he's like, I got this for free. I got this for free. <laughs> <laughs> I think later on, Nintendo did give everybody suitcases, like a little Timbuktu oh bags. Yeah. yeah. And then I think he, he made the swap. But back yeah. in the day he, he was still using his PlayStation. <laughs>
0: yeah, so suitcase. Nintendo did so have funny. A f- you would often see like a Timbuktu item from the that had a GameCube logo on it yeah, from, yeah. from that era. Yeah. I never got one of those.
1: Yeah, we have the Timbuktu 2 Nintendo. We had the Timbuktu Nintendo suitcase. There's a lot of Timbuktu 2 You
0: get a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're which, not good. Which you promptly throw in the garbage.
1: I always throw, throw it away because it's yeah. really ugly. Anyways, fun stuff. Good for you. Yeah. You do not share a golf cart with Missy Elliott, so I'm a little disappointed. No.
0: Just Ken um, Kudaragi. What happened to Ken Kudaragi? What's he doing now?
1: Sounds like on a beach somewhere. I'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> He's with Missy Elliott on a beach somewhere. That's the right. story I'm All right. That's a fun story. All right.
0: Great. Let's move ahead, <clears throat> excuse me, to our Never a Minute segment, which we're doing Two Truth and a Lie, Tears of the Kingdom Edition, because it's fun to just swap stories mm-hmm. about this game. Oh, yeah. And some of the things that you say that sound out there could be plausible. This game is
1: is wild. Could be things
0: that you've actually done.
1: Exactly, this game is wild. And so everyone's playing it kind of a different way.
0: You know, everyone's
1: going through it a different way. So it'll be interesting to see if you can pick out the, if you know me well enough to pick out what's a truth and what's a a lie. We've
0: been keeping each other very well informed of what we're doing in this game, Mm -hmm. but you might not know everything. You, we, think you, you think you know it from, all about me. You we, we
1: just came off a long weekend where we ignored each other for three days. so.
0: That's right. And this, <laughs> this will uh, transition into what we're playing. So we'll keep yeah. talking about Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. This, is a good, this is a good way to get warmed up. I'm
1: ready. I'm so excited. Right. We both have three sets of two truths and a lie. Do you want to go first?
0: I'll go first, sure. Okay. <clears throat> uh, this it. first set is following a bit of a theme. Aha. Uh-huh. I defeated a Lynel while taking no damage, Mm -hmm. number one. Number Mm -hmm. two, I defeated a Frox in the underground while taking no damage. Mm -hmm. Number three, I defeated one of the bosses in a dungeon while taking no damage. Mm -hmm. One of these is a lie. Can you guess which one?
1: I think the Lionel is a lie. That's correct. Yeah. You know what? We, We can talk about this a little bit later, but the bosses in the dungeon are not terribly hard.
0: So far, I would say, yeah.
1: Yeah. but So I, I feel like your gameplay skills are quite easily good enough to take no damage.
0: I've actually not even tried to fight a Lionel in this game yet.
1: Yeah. I haven't I seen, he,
0: I haven't, I honestly haven't seen I, any. I
1: have seen two Lynels that I promptly ran I run, away from. I just run away. Yeah. Uh, I did fight a Frox in the underground. Yeah. That was a pretty fun fight, actually. Yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely took some damage, but good on you for not. My hearts were broken, is what I gotta oh, say about that. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, here we go. I have cried over five times <laughs> playing Tears of the Kingdom.
0: True. <laughs> I,
1: hey, listen. I secretly looked at walkthroughs for both dungeons, but didn't want to admit it to you until now. Oh. I like the side quests a bit more than the main quest so far.
0: Uh, the second item here is the lie that guides. Yeah. Yeah. I would never. You take a lot of pride. I would never in not using a guide for some reason. I don't know why. You're the person who spent three hours on a shrine.
1: I don't care. I'm, right. I don't care. Those. I would never look at a guide. It's your time I'm
0: you're wasting, not mine. I, it's
1: not, I'm not wasting it. All right. It's precious time of problem solving, <laughs> puzzle solving. <laughs> I've cried so many times already in this game. I cannot believe it. All the time.
0: Only five. Why so low?
1: Well, I haven't done a lot of the main quest yet, but some of the side quests. I'm just like that fairy side quest. Cried then. Yeah. Every time I see anybody from any of the regions cried. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's ridiculous. What's the deal?
0: You're a fragile person. Maybe it speaks to your greater emotional state right now. <laughs> it ain't good. <laughs> Keep it together. Okay. All right. Well, oh, we really easily. Okay, that was the easiest. First one. That was
1: the easiest one. First round. Here we go. Okay.
0: I'm focusing on using the Great Fairy to upgrade my climbing gear armor. Mm. And in addition to Large Zonite, I'm using the Duplication Glitch to get more diamonds. Mm -hmm. And finally, I have used a flying vehicle to fly across the entirety of Hyrule.
1: The third one's a lie. Correct. Correct. I know you and I are both duping like crazy, okay?
0: We have put... Okay, I
1: have a I have a, story, a dupe story for you. That oh? Was, that was a, a, a moment of scare for me. Were you the
0: duper or the dupey? Doo what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? What? So, remember how you were like, oh, you texted me. You were like, oh my gosh, they're, they just uh, patched the game. You put your switch in yeah, airplane mode. Yeah, I did. You gave me the warning. Mm-hmm. And I immediately did that. And so, I was like, I'm good. Nothing to worry about. And then, like... The next day I picked my Switch back up and it was like, do you want to install this update? And I was like, (laughs) absolutely not. And I was like, how did it download it? Then I realized- Hardwired. Yeah.
0: I I pulled the plug too. Oh my gosh, I didn't pull
1: my plug. Oh, dangerous! I I had auto update off. Off though. the grid. Always auto upta-
0: update. Off. Now
1: the grid. now I'm not even docking. I just plug it into a USB C because I'm like too scared. <laughs> but every day I'm like, don't ask me again because uh, I'm so duping. On
0: mine, the little the little bar has shown up somehow, but obviously it's not filling up. It's not it, filling. Yeah. You're
1: not on Wi Fi, right? So, no. Or you're not on the internet. Yeah. No. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. We're both we're both doing that to get our batteries all squared.
0: I've already done it. I don't know why I'm still haven't oh, okay. updated it yet. I should, but. Well,
1: I, I wanna get the blue batteries.
0: I don't need that, I think. I do. That's I just lot.
1: just want all of
0: That's it. That's
1: a lot of. No, it's fine. I have enough pretty much. I'm all, I'm like halfway there. Alright. So now I'm just gonna do that. Again, this is like, like an addict. Like I can stop
0: whenever. You kind of are, yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can stop whenever. <laughs> I really had an itch to, to fill up the full it's eight, it's eight right it's eight, the, for eight, the yeah. full eight batteries well, it's
1: 12 16 with the blue
0: right again just the first for the first pass yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah i wanted I was, to have the belt with all blue i felt pretty good after that the all blue batteries I think that's cool um, your, next, yes, your next your next set my next set my favorite region is the elden region i accidentally made dubious food didn't think it was possible since i know most of the recipes oh, in breakfast you know the Wild. i haven't
0: seen dubious food at all in this game
1: I'm a terrible judge of distance and have blown myself up multiple times well, trying true. to use bomb. Absolutely
0: arrows. true. <laughs> I think uh, this is tricky. I think number two is the lie. No. Oh, number one is the lie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: You know, my because it was not know, the Elden Ring. Because
0: it was like, is dubious food in the game?
1: It I is. haven't seen a lot of people I, talking about it. I did make that. it accidentally. Okay. I was really like. Wait, seriously? I.
0: <laughs> Does it look different?
1: No, it's so uh. like pixelated and <laughs> disgusting. But I'm like, this is not... I, I combined ingredients that yeah. were like very non-dubious. It was like meat and like a mushroom and some like one other herb. I don't know what and happened. Oh. Maybe I pressed the wrong button. I don't know. Okay. Very strange. But yes, I, I did make...
0: So what, what is your favorite region?
1: I think I like the Akala region, obviously, mm-hmm. still... And I like the region that's sort of like close to Cacarico Village.
0: Yeah,
1: especially now because it has like that big ring in the sky. Yeah, yeah. it's a cool little mm-hmm. landmark. And we talked about this in our um, in our uh, high roll real life video, but there there are those runes by the beach on that side as well. That's really pretty. Yeah. So I, I yeah. do like those three areas. still. Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's my turn.
1: Yes, hello. <laughs>
0: Last set of three here. I am using my Shrine Bucks. I don't know, what do you actually get out of a Shrine? What's that called? I just call them Shrine Bucks.
1: What is a Shrine Buck?
0: The thing you get for finishing a Shrine that you turn in four of to the statue. Oh, the what little orbs? Called? Whatever, Shrine Bucks. Shrine Bucks? I'm using my Shrine Bucks to evenly upgrade my hearts and stamina. Uh. Now that I am more comfortable with Ultra Hand, I've mostly stopped using my Paraglider to get around. Or, my favorite fused combination is the minecart on a shield.
1: I think three is the lie.
0: Eh. Oh. No, number two is the lie. I'm still using my paraglider quite a bit.
1: You are? Oh, I thought you made your little hover bike, and I was thinking you probably were, like, getting around that way now.
0: I use that quite a bit. You,
1: You seem to really like the hover
0: bike. I do like the hover bike. The hover bike is something everybody should make, but... You do need nine zonite, which is, it's not a lot, but it's not a little. Yeah. So you do, you do, and again, if you go in like a building or something, it goes away. It goes away. So yeah. you do need to have a good reason to use it.
1: Okay. To like get up a mountain, you'll use yeah, it.
0: Yeah, if it's like I'm, I'm covering a long distance yeah. or I need to easily get something that's like Sharp. a high level up. Um, so paraglider is still still quite useful.
1: Paraglider is a powerful thing in the game. Yeah, honestly, it is most powerful. Mm-hmm. What is your paraglider design? Is it the Twilight? I princess? still have
0: the Twilight Princess. I one.
1: put the Sheikah eye on oh, there, yeah. which yeah. is very cool. I also got the one for the Clover Gazette, which is like a piece of newspaper.
0: Oh, that's neat, which I, I really seen that.
1: like. I think that's pretty neat. Huh. I was going to change that soon. I like how you can customize it. That's fun. Yeah. 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 All right, last uh, last set for me. Yes. My solution to most shrine puzzles is building the longest bridge possible. True. I fought a Gliok and dis- decided. Uh, bleh, I fought a gleok and defeated it on my first try. <laughs> I'm finally making some progress in the depths by carjacking a vehicle from the Yiga clan using it to ride around.
0: Well, the Gliok one is obviously the lie. Hmm.
1: You didn't have any confidence in me that I could defeat a Gliok. We
0: in did life? in our private stream. Well, our, you were playing. Our private Patreon stream. I fought a Gliok and you just mocked me mercilessly as I died.
1: Well, you were bad at it.
0: Well, what, what, did, what happened to you? Please tell us about your encounter.
1: I was okay.
0: But what I, happened?
1: I fought the one in the, um, right next to the snow stable. Mm. Yeah. So the ice glial. Okay. Off. And I used a bunch of fire on it. And this one's a little easier. I feel like the one you fought on the bridge is like the, the environment is really tough because you mm. can like just throw you off and then yeah. you die from oh, fall damage. Yeah, yeah. This one is like, there's like a huge field around you. Okay. And these like ice pillars. So you can like... You have a little bit of a chance to like dodge it yeah. or like climb up mm-hmm. the thing or whatever. I was doing okay, honestly. I did not beat it, beat it, but I. But was, you died. I definitely. Died. You still died. I still died, but I was like,
0: I That's was, what like, I I to I was doing
1: some. You were doing like one. It was damage. not doing. A lot it was damage terrible. Of it, yeah. I was doing like. I was getting it, like ticking off some of its health at least, but. I think I just need to like last longer, you know. Mm. But that one is probably generally the easiest one i think out of all light the, the, the lightning one is really hard i think that's a runaway no thanks that's a yeah major no thanks yeah. um the the yiga clan that was hilarious they had a car that had like spikes all around <laughs> it <laughs> i stole it from him yeah. and then i was like driving around down there and just like mowing down yeah. people it was really fun i was so upset cuz i was like i was like can i save this design for later and they wouldn't let you i'm like dang it <laughs> i really wanted it. it's like a cool car yeah, yeah, so fun. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling it's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want so when you're ready
0: to bring your idea to life power it up with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com listen all right so let's let's just roll right into our conversation of what we've been doing maybe a good way to start is just to say like what we've done in the last week, yeah. It, again, if people are worried about spoilers, they can probably make a, a call on if this is
1: yeah yeah something they yeah. want to and stick won't around for. We go deep into any story stuff. Obviously. If
0: not, just skip ahead like thirty minutes or so.
1: Whoa, thirty minutes. I don't know. Whoa. Um. Yeah. So in the last since since we were last here, I have done um another dungeon. I have completed the Fire Temple.
0: So how many total? Two. 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 Yeah.
1: I have um. Done some pretty, like, I would say, significant side quests. So I am all done with the Stable Trotters side quest, which links to the Great Fairies Hmm. and like waking them all up. So upgrade your armor. Okay. That was one of the best side quests I think I've ever played in a game. So I highly recommend that to everybody. Again, I cried a lot, so go play it. Um, And then I have also done a fair amount of the Dragon Tears. Mm-hmm. Quest. I think I have maybe like three quarters of the tiers okay. done. So getting a good sense of what the heck is happening. Yeah. And um yeah, you and you you sort of you know, you're talking to like Inpa along the way and going to some some really cool locations yeah. in Hyrule to like discover what is happening with these right. these um glyphs. Have so. you been
0: doing those in order? I know that was your big concern <laughs> with this.
1: I I, I start i started at the first one obviously and then i did like two out of order and then i realized that if i just go to where she was telling me to go to i can get the map of where the glyphs are
0: oh i didn't know that even exists
1: and then i started doing it in order
0: does the map tell you the order?
1: it looks yeah there's like a thing in this room that you go to and it's like um like a circle so I'm, I'm guessing that is the order where's this this is in the Forgotten Temple that is in the the canyon. So if you, so when you first talk to Impa, she's like in that big field.
0: With the hot air balloon. With blood. the hot air balloon. Yeah. And then
1: she says, go to the valley. There's a Forgotten Temple in there that has some more info on these glyphs. And you're like, okay. Oh. So then I went to that, like.
0: What valley though? There's a lot of valleys.
1: It's in this canyon that's right in between the Hebra region and the Gerudo. Oh, I, I, I think I know what Like it's means. like kind of yeah. down this, the, the okay. western side. So if you go there, she is there again.
0: Oh. And in well, the temple,
1: there is like this room that you find mm-hmm. that has um, like a map of where all the glyphs are. Yeah. And also like it, it shows you on the wall, like maybe the, I think that's the order. That's oh. what I've been doing now.
0: So that that is not like a dungeon. It's just a place you go.
1: Yeah. It okay. took me like five minutes.
0: But you know there's not like some big puzzle or battle or something there.
1: No. You just walk over and... And talk to her, and there's a shrine in there. You do the shrine so you can yeah. get back there. Okay. I, t- I I was very I was like I'm gonna take a picture of this because I yeah. don't need to refer to it later. Right. So I took a photo, and then I've been just like kind of referring to it as I did the other found the other glyphs. Okay. Okay. Um, I have been so my my goal is to do the water dungeon next. Mm-hmm. So I've been sort of exploring that side of the map, like the Zora yeah. region and the Akala region, and like just kind of getting my ducks in a row. So I can um, hit up that dungeon this week. So yeah, some good progress.
0: Good. I have also done two dungeons now. Mm-hmm. Wind and Water. Okay. When you said you were doing Fire, I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm doing something else. Why? It's good to have different things to to compare. Oh. Yeah. I'll probably do Fire next. because I've heard people say the, the lightning one's kind of an, an, annoying at times.
1: The, the so. Gerudo
0: region scares... The bejesus. Yeah, I haven't spent a lot of time there. I, I did find
1: like the oasis there, like sort of the start of right. that. And then, of course, you walk in and then your map goes to nothing. Right. So I'm like, nope.
0: <laughs> right, totally, totally.
1: That, that area is always the last I go to, so I find <laughs> it to be very
0: difficult. so. Yeah, yeah. So I've done those two. Um, I have finished all of the glyphs and the dragon tears. Aha! I did Some, all so of something
1: those. important happened to you.
0: And I have also. I got the master sword
1: you back. did get the master wow sword back. yeah that's exciting
0: so it's very exciting in addition to other odds and ends i'd say those are kind of the main accomplishments yeah. i have had yeah
1: that's a big so one. far yeah
0: that happened so the master sword bit again i, I won't spoil how you get it or, or what happens there mm. i was absolutely not expecting to get it at that moment i was not expecting it to be available to me until far deeper into the game that,
1: that's that they gave it to you earlier on because that's dumb if you get to the very end of the game and that's only, you can only use it for like a little bit that kind of that would kind of suck you know
0: um and like the way like the way that you get it like the kind of the story elements that go to it were like truly surprising and very impactful and really well done so yeah. I, I think when we go back to you know end of the year like top top moments of the year like that that'll probably be yeah very high
1: i have a very good idea what is going to happen with that because i because you got spoiled no i did not get spoiled i've been watching these glyph memories and i'm like i get it i I see where you're going with this okay i'm excited though
0: why do it if you already know no i'm just excited
1: i I think the story is great so far with and it's it's cool the way that they're showing it to you through those glyph memories but Mm -hmm. yeah i I think I, i have a very good idea of what May transpire with the Master Sword.
0: Quick, so. com- quick comment about those memories. This is not a spoiler at all. I don't like that Princess Zelda says "okay" so much. There's oh, a lot of times in the direction where she'd be speaking in hey, her like, hey. old timey, like British, you know, ro- yeah. royal accent. Like "okay," it's like <laughs> this does not fit the character or the time period or whatever. Okay, okay, y'all. <laughs> Come on, who wrote this? Okie dokey. <laughs>
1: Um, that's so cute. Yeah. Um. The expressions that she has in her face is the best. Like, she has, she's so expressive. Yeah, in yeah. Things. Yeah, it's so good.
0: The, <laughs> so good. The, the, all the tears, like, the, that's very, like, story-spoiler heavy, so I don't want to talk about that yeah. too much. But that, those were very fun to find. And, yeah, and fun, super fun. And fun to do. This quest you did about with the, what was it, what was the name of it? The one with the, the musicians?
1: Yeah, so is it's is it really interesting how you start that quest. You sort of start it, um, with the, um. Uh, clover the lucky clover gazette right so you, it's a quest line that sort of splits so you start with the lucky clover gazette and then eventually you run into these um these musicians at the stable yeah. that you need to wake the fairies up because they're like in their bulbs or whatever right and so then the, the quest sort of splits into two um but yeah it, it's worth it to do the quest is actually really really good like i was saying but also you want to upgrade your armor because Link is quite squishy um, throughout this game. So it's really helpful to get those fairies awakened and it's very cheap to upgrade your armor. Um, There's four fairies. So there's, uh, you know, musicians that you need to help out and they each have sort of their own little, little storyline and, and you know what, what's going on with them. And then when you reunite them, it's like literally magic. So um, do it because it's, totally worth it to upgrade the armor but also the quest is really fun
0: so i started doing this the other day only because i had been to the fairy bulb thing mm-hmm. and it was saying like oh i want to hear this music i didn't yeah. i didn't know what to do so i did have to look this up oh, okay and it was multiple things that i had just yeah. missed yeah, so yeah. i had not been to that stable right. at all yeah. where they had the musicians and I had talked to somebody about the newspaper, but I think again, I just there's too much talking at times, oh, and really? I and you I blo- like, and I blow oh, through it. What? So I had missed where they said like, oh, the the newspaper is set up at this place. Yeah. So two things that I missed. So now I'm doing it. I've I've activated the first bulb, which is very easy. You just like yeah. cart the the person over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm on the second one. Yeah. And then the guy, I found the guy in the tree who said, bring me the. The Fire fireflies, flies. and that it was getting late, so I turned it off. But I was like, Ugh,
1: "The guy that was my favorite one out of the, all the musicians."
0: My feeling is like it's a pretty like important upgrade for Link that is like a bit obfuscated. You know, it's like I kind of feel like maybe they should have made this a bit more easy for people to but do.
1: That quest is so good because
0: I feel like a lot of people like might miss it.
1: Well, that's your problem.
0: <laughs> or they may not go to the trouble to do it. Like it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of effort to it's unlock the four fairy fountains. Versus in the last game, you just like sh- you find you them, find and them. you can just do it.
1: Yeah, but oh my gosh, like the the little song that they play to wake the fairy. I just
0: want the higher armor.
1: <laughs> that's a good song. That they that little song. It's been in my head for like days now. That they play to like wake up the fairy, and then they all like end up at the stable, and they're playing the Long ranch theme. Oh my god, it's so good just do it people it's not that hard
0: uh i think they i think they could have found a bit more of a middle path with that where it's like you do some of it and they get unlocked and okay. then you can keep doing it if you want to hear the, the music and cry I don't and, and, and sob like and
1: uncontrollably like me
0: horse girl sobbing at the stable <laughs> with the violin
1: oh that's what happened <laughs> it's so good um i I, I can see how it can feel convoluted for some people that are not like super into it because it is quite important for you to do this upgrade. It's a
0: very involved process It's an involved to do process, this. yeah. And like I you are saying, really- like you can't, I'm <laughs> like, I'm still getting one shot at times. So it's like, I, I need to do this.
1: Yeah, yeah. I upgraded pretty much every piece of armor that I had. So I'm like, I'm, I'm very happy.
0: Yeah. Now. Yeah.
1: Link is a lot, a lot better now. So that's good. Right, right. Yeah. This is why you can fight a Glee off because you're not getting one shot at. Gosh. Because you can upgrade your armor. Um, But yes, very important quest.
0: Let's talk about the the duplication glitch, because that seems to have been a (laughs) hot-button Uh, issue. We, oh my
1: God, the devs are so mad. So and we don't have this
0: in the news, but yeah, they they basically patched it out. What what, what day was that? Like, it was like kind of midweek.
1: Yeah, it was, we were joking around like any day now you better dupe as I much know. as you can. And, and literally it happened and you texted me so fast and I was like, it was,
0: I God. basically saw like the tweet and, and I just like texted you immediately. Thank
1: God. Thank like, God. Oh, no. This is a
0: real friend people. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um,
1: um,
0: but you, you were a little bit late to come onto that because you were thinking like oh this is going to be too hard to do which is which is actually what i thought too until i actually saw a video explaining yeah, it yeah
1: and then you sent me the video of like how easy it is i mean there's I a lot like, of
0: different <clears throat> variations on it
1: yeah the easiest one is the one that you sent me the other variations were like pretty it was like step one step 16 i'm like oh my gosh
0: yeah and i guess there still are now post patch yeah these dupe glitches but it's
1: it's not worth It's too it. much trouble. Like, yeah. this is the
0: only way that I would actually do it. I
1: think so, too. Like, you guys know that we are not above cheesing anything. Yeah. Like, when we played Elden Ring, we cheese like crazy to right. get through that game. Like, I definitely took advantage of every glitch available to me. Hey, look, it's if it's in the game in the game yeah and it's a
0: it's not it's not like we're playing like splatoon or something it's not like we're like no it's like know,
1: a single player game our, like, our benefit
0: is at the expense of some someone whor, poor else is. person. yeah exactly the other i'm end.
1: like i'm i'm glitching to right. like, like I'm, wreck I'm, your link I'm or something
0: Curating my own experience
1: exactly here. of course the devs are like we want you to have fun but in the way that we our want. way our way <laughs> you can only have fun this one way okay right 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 um but yeah i'm not above it the other thing that i will say as a way to make myself feel better and this may or may not be true for you but i just think that that whole process of upgrading your batteries is too much
0: it's it's bad i'll say it's it's flat out bad i think
1: it's flat out bad and it's flat out like obvious that the way that they the reason they did it is to extend your gameplay but in like the laziest way possible to make you grind
0: oh no lazy devs Oh no.
1: So lazy. How dare you? 6 years. Come on. I'm just kidding. Make it I'm so kidding. I'm so kidding. Oh Make my god, they're eight. not lazy. But the, the, that particular gameplay loop I feel like is, is a little mm, I have a have a bit of a problem with it cuz it's like okay, you need 100 crystals. Yeah. For one pip of that battery. Right. That's so much, and you can't find those mines. You gotta grind for the zonite, and then you gotta trade it in for the crystals, and then wait for the crystals. And then they have limited replenish. stock. Yeah, wait for them to replenish. You have to. If you don't have all the mines unlocked, which I did not for a long time, you basically are like waiting around for them to replenish right. their stock. So I just don't think that's fair to the player. Um, so guess what? I'm yeah. gonna exploit this glitch and upgrade these batteries because, I mean, if you want me to build these machines. I'm going to need to do this, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah, that glitch is not something I would ordinarily pay a lot of attention to because I feel like most of the stuff in the game I'm getting in the quantity I am yeah, needing, where I don't yeah, feel like, oh fun. my gosh, I'm so limited on X like yeah. all the time. It's really impeding what I'm doing. But in that right. case, I was like, I'm not filling out these batteries the way you want. And, then you're
1: going to be playing, you know, who who has the time to right. grind for hours and hours and hours for this? Right. That's, like, not fair. But
0: again, like, I, I do want to, like, really test out all of the builds that you can do, and yeah. you do sort of need that.
1: And, like, the whole point of this game, and they, they like, counted this, this for, like, the whole lead up to the game was, like, we want you to build these things. Right. So, like, why would you make it so difficult for me to, like, actually have fun building these
0: right. things? Right. So I think that, so. yeah, I, I agree with you that that's a part of the game that they sort of fumbled. Yeah. Of, like, I...
1: I just don't get it.
0: Unless you're, like, hardcore just sitting down for a night and grinding this stuff out. You need more like, than a night. That's, that's not a good, it's not a good use it's of time. It's not a
1: good use of time and it's yeah. not a It's not a fun experience right. either. Like, if it was, like, a fun quest, mm-hmm. even that that quest is convoluted. Yeah. At least it's a fun quest yeah, you're that doing has, something. like, a payoff. Right. But just, like, going down in the dark. Like
0: doing fetch quests to back doing and forth. A
1: fe- yeah, and then, like, mining <laughs> stuff. Sleeping
0: in the bed and going back, <sighs> buying it. Sleeping in the bed, I, I'm not doing
1: that. Yeah. that. That is like a really terrible gameplay loop. So, yeah. duping is what we're doing.
0: Have you been duping anything else?
1: I duped some diamonds.
0: I did two. I, I did two. And then I realized, like, I don't really need I these. Really need so, these. I actually haven't done anything with them. Yeah,
1: I, I really didn't need it. I was like, should I, like, I sold it, bought some armor, but I, have, I don't really, yeah. yeah, I'm not lacking for rupees, um, even without selling the gems that I, you know, or, or selling stuff that I've found or whatever. So I, I I really just am duping Zonite.
0: Yeah. So I think I think I'll do maybe like one more night of duping the regular Zonite mm-hmm. um, because that's what I need to make this glider or this this this. Yeah, you do
1: need it to like to um, auto build. But after
0: that, I'll I'll turn it off because I can't scan Amiibo.
1: I know you're you're, you're limited by my your ni- my nightly
0: Amiibo scanning. Yeah. Curtailed.
1: Yes. Yes. I think I will do the same once I fill up all the blue batteries and I have everything done, which I think I can do it tonight. Um, yeah. I will update my game. So
0: This yeah. bike, though, I recommend it for everybody. So bike is interesting. This is a three-piece build with stuff that's very easy to get. So it's two fans
1: uh-huh.
0: and a control, control stick. stick. Yeah. And the fans are on the front and the back of the control stick, and they're kind of at these kind the of specific angle angles. Angle very
1: important.
0: There's like a million guides. This has been basically like everybody agrees like this is the mobility build to make but yeah you do need to get the angle if the angle's off like it'll kinda, be very unbalanced it, it'll lean yeah. to a side but it's not that hard mm-hmm. yeah but just it.
1: look at the picture so you can get the angle yeah so or else it's, it's like a little bit unbalanced yeah
0: you save it an auto build and it costs again it costs nine zonite or you might just have this and it's very
1: you. good because it has like a long battery life
0: pretty good battery life yeah. it can go up uh, it can go forwards pretty quickly so it's, it's, like a it's hover by kind It's of. very, it's very you can you can glue quorax to it and not tip over. It's very versatile. So I recommend <laughs> Glue
1: that. the um bright bloom seed to it. Yeah, underground. And yeah. underground. And that's use great it for to getting around underground. Get around the uh, yeah. the depths, which is really really good. I, I do prefer my monster truck to get around the depths, but okay. that's just me. Okay. I really like the big the big wheel.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. fun. It's really it fun. Is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: I re- and then you can go in the lava and stuff like right. that too. Right. It's really right. neat. Right. Yeah, I like that. Um yeah, so that is happening and hopefully soon we will become non-dupers. <laughs> but for now <laughs> Imagine if we were still at Nintendo. Oh man, they would be so upset if people were doing this.
0: Yeah, I mean I understand like like strictly from the developer standpoint, like this is a flaw in the game. It's a flaw. Yeah. So they do feel some like, oh like do- as they- the developer, we need to give the player a flaw free game. Yeah. So, you know, they want to get that fixed as so fast as possible.
1: because like there's some games like I I I think a lot about Elden Ring when I was thinking about these the dupe glitch or or any glitch yeah. or any sort of thing that pops up on the internet that's like you know, you're you're doing something, you're cheesing the game in some way, and there's a game like Elden Ring which is almost encouraged for you to Find these little exploits or find these interesting little quirks um, as the player. But Nintendo is so specific in the way that they want you to experience a game. Um, And they take it so seriously. It's like, this reminds me a little bit of like Animal Crossing time travel and things like that. Oh, yeah. And it's just like this huge, like, it's a big deal. Yeah. And I imagine just internally, they're just like literally freaking out because yeah. they,
0: they absolutely It's probably one of those this. things where like you could not admit to somebody else at the company that you were doing it. No. For, for <laughs> well, fear of being shamed. When we, or <laughs> when
1: we were playing Animal Crossing, um, we were using our personal games a lot for Nintendo right. Minute yeah. videos. And we were so freaked out. Of any sort of time travel because we were afraid that they were gonna like know. They
0: would know somehow. From our video yeah. that it something was time in the footage. travel.
1: So we would ask other people to time travel for us. To
0: give us stuff? To give us yeah. stuff
1: because we were so freaked out. So I think like it would be the same case here. Like if yeah. we were doing Tears of the Kingdom videos right. on Nintendo Minute. You'd be so freaked out.
0: Hey, producer Stephanie, take my switch and go dupe for two hours.
1: No, she can't do it. (laughs) Even on your game, you wouldn't be able to do it. They would know. Like, why does kid have three hundred large zonei? Hmm. I wonder. Um, Yeah. So that that would have been like a absolute no-go for us. I think we'd be so scared to, yeah, to do yeah. it. So now like, it's like, I'm free. I could do whatever I want, what I want. I cannot update my game.
0: I want to talk about so these dungeons. Let's talk, let's about, talk these, about dungeons. Let's talk yeah, about dungeons. So we've each done two. Uh, we've, we've now seen collectively three of the four. Yes. Uh, general impression of dungeons overall in this game.
1: Well, they're not dungeons. <laughs> 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 is the, is the, the, the conclusion, is the fact. Um, I... The first one I did, I was like, okay, they wanted- You did you to the go wind first. Wind temple. I yeah. did as well. And I was like, this is, doesn't really quite feel like a, a traditional Zelda dungeon, really. It, it felt more akin to uh, a divine beast. I, I do think that the, the getting to the dungeon part of it was super fun and more involved than a divine beast. Yeah. So maybe they kind of count that experience, getting to the temple- and then the temple itself as like one quote unquote dungeon experience. But even then, it, it is not a traditional Zelda dungeon. No. So I, I I did the Wind Temple and I was like, maybe this is the All first right, one. See another one. Maybe that they wanted you to do this first, yeah. like dip your toe in the dungeon pool just to make sure you're not feeling overwhelmed. Because sometimes those Zelda dungeons are pretty hard. So I was like, okay, next one. Let me just let me just do another one and see if this like kind of ratchets up into more of a traditional dungeon. It does not. So, unless 3 and 4 well, become let me tell you, number
0: 3 same story.
1: <laughs> okay, so you, there you go. So, unless yeah. Maybe that there's last maybe thing, there's a
0: big one at the end we haven't seen yet. I don't know.
1: Maybe there's a big dungeon when you, before you fight the game you know, dungeon? The, yeah, when you get into the castle. Yeah. I don't know no clue. But these these regional regional phenomenon, as it is called in the game, is certainly not. Yeah,
0: I was attention. I was apprehensive of these dungeons because of what was in the ask the developer, where they were basically saying like, yeah, traditional dungeons yeah. are back. So I actually went back and I I, I included this in our little notes here Yeah, I'm this I, I wanted to quote look, unquote <laughs> I wanted to look closely at the wording. So. There's three lines about this, one from Fujibayashi, one from Mr. Dota, who's the technical lead, and then one from Mr. Takizawa, who's the art lead. Yes. And they, every statement kind of escalates, which is interesting because Fujibayashi is, the is you know, the, the director. director. He's yeah. the one who should make the most definitive statement. yeah. Mr. Takizawa, I don't think, is is in a position to make these definitive... But it was yeah. his line that was in the tweet that went out. That got everybody in a tizzy.
1: That's right. That got everyone frothy right. with excitement. So, first
0: <laughs> of all, Mr. Fujibayashi says, we haven't talked about dungeons. They've changed from the previous game. For example, there's a dungeon that connects directly from Hyrule's surface. If you dive from the sky straight into the dungeon, you will trigger an event. We think this will be a new experience that wasn't possible in the previous game. Okay. That's fair.
1: That's fair. That, that would be... I still wouldn't call it a dungeon, but that is that, that, is
0: that the, the the fire one.
1: Um, I, I triggered it a different way, oh, okay. but I, I wouldn't call, call. You could do it that way, but
0: this is not him saying yes. Classic dungeons are back.
1: Well, he he does say straight into a dungeon. There is a dungeon that connects right. you directly.
0: The, ge- the experience of getting to the dungeon is. We have come up with a fun new way of you to get, for you to get to the dungeon. But
1: calling a dungeon is what he's saying. a little stretch here. Dota says,
0: we made them unique to their respective environments, so we think you'll be able to enjoy the wide variety of regional characteristics. I would, agree, I would say that this is true. This is, true is very accurate.
1: Yeah. Again, calling it a dungeon is a little bit of a stretch, but the actual regional characteristics, 100% yeah. true.
0: Now, let's look at what Mr. Takizawa said. The four Divine Beasts were the dungeons in the last game, and they shared similar designs. This time, the dungeons are huge, Not and true. each carry their own regional look and feel, just like mm. traditional The Legend of Zelda games. We think they will provide a satisfying challenge no. for players.
1: There was certainly a challenge to develop. Laughs.
0: So the point me, about...
1: I'm going to be laughing now. So
0: the point about <laughs> the look of Divine Beasts being similar, that's fair. Sure. But I think everything else in that statement is... Is false. They should not have said that. That's not true And I at don't all. think they should have made that, that thing in the tweet that they put out. For for the world to see, they get everybody, before the game even came out, and get everybody in a tizzy. In the, in the day before. Oh, my God. In the... <laughs> it's not even something Fujibashi or Aonuma or one of the head guys this is, said. This is he's where... The, he's the art lead.
1: Instead of, like, laughs, is a Fujibashi. She slaps me. <laughs> no, just kidding. But, um... That statement is like 90% a lie. So these this time these dungeons are huge and each carry their own. Okay, the dungeons are not huge. They're very small. They are tiny. They do carry their regional look and feel. Right. So you're, That's it's true. lava and it's wind and it's water. Great. Um, just like traditional The Legend of Zelda games, false. We think they will provide a satisfying challenge, false. Because the first two dungeons that we've done... Yeah. The, the mechanic is exactly you're the doing. Same.
0: You're just doing the one mechanic like a number of times.
1: The same number of times. Right. Yeah. In the same size of dungeon. Yes. Not even dungeon. Like the same size right. of area. Right. I'm not calling it dungeon because right. it's not.
0: So the um, whole handling of communicating dungeons for this game was not handled weird. super well.
1: It, it also goes back to what we were talking about before this game came out, which is. Like, I think everybody, the Zelda fans and the developers, clearly, um, have a very different definition of what a Zelda dungeon is.
0: Well, I was going to ask you that very question. Of what is a Zelda dungeon to you, somebody who appreciates, like fine wine, a classic Zelda dungeon?
1: Yeah, I would say, like, a Zelda dungeon needs to have, like, the following characteristics. It needs to have multiple layers of puzzles.
0: Like, like levels. Levels. Okay.
1: Yeah where they are all connected to each other and they have to be different like they can't just be like do the same mechanic 5, five times right, which right. is what these dungeons are yeah. i'm not going to spoil it right. but um but it needs to have like a level of intricacy where you're like figuring it out like okay if i if i move this thing here it unlocks a the door there and i need to like do another other things there's an ability to backtrack through the dungeon there has to be like Almost like a feeling, like I'm going to be lost and confused in here. Yeah, and I need to like really use my wits to like get through it. Um, the other sort of bigger characteristic is I think it needs to feel like it has sort of like like a I don't I don't know how to describe it like almost like a sense of like depth or just like bigness to it. Mm when you're inside of a dungeon, I think you're expecting to be able to be in there and and work on it for like a long time, multiple days sometimes, depending on how, you know, how you're not going to look up the solution. But these feel really small to me. Yeah. So there's not a sense of, like, vastness or bigness to Well, I think, I think it.
0: also, like, there is a, a slight bit of, like, Metroidvania in those dungeons. Yeah, you where need it's a
1: like, Either you get yeah.
0: Either you get a key, which unlocks new stuff, or you would traditionally get an item that would unlock some new ability that you needed to yeah. get further. Right. So, but, I mean, in or terms even of... even, like,
1: being able to, to be confused in a dungeon and, like, find a map. Yeah, like that. That gameplay mechanic right. is, makes it feel like big, but in and terms significant,
0: of, in terms of tra- traversal in this game, it's like you can go again, as is true to the game. Do it however you want. Do it. In, do those five things in sure. or whatever order you want, and there is no unique item. So you're again, you're just using what is at your disposal.
1: Yeah, already in your disposal. Right. Yeah,
0: but I think. The thing that surprised me the most was like I, I like knocked these out in like a half hour.
1: That's the thing. Once I got yeah. there. And
0: again, if you count the the traversal there, like that's fine. I like I really like the traversal of of getting there. Me too. For both of the ones I did, it was like some very in-depth, like almost platforming through the sky islands to get to mm, the dungeon yeah. itself, which the, was which was fun.
1: Then the fire one is actually really different. The okay. way that you traverse to the fire temple is super different than what I did in the Wind Temple. So I really appreciated that. I right. mean, that's great.
0: So, again, don't, don't get me wrong, like, I, I got anxiety in traditional Zelda dungeons because I would be too dumb to do it. I did not mind this, but I realize the, I am really in the minority with that the other,
1: the other last thing I'll say that is very significant for a dungeon is that that last boss you fight needs to be a, a hard boss fight where you're mm. using the item that yeah. you probably would have gotten or some sort of skill that you've, you've learned yeah. from doing the dungeon. Uh-huh. You kind of get that there a little bit, but the bosses are so easy. So easy. I can't believe it. Like it's not a, it's not fun because it's not a challenge.
0: So there is. You do get something unique in each dungeon. Yeah. But it doesn't feel as impactful as getting, like...
1: The grapple hook.
0: I got the hook shot, and yeah. now I'm using that to, to solve this thing. Yeah. The, and th- those do become valuable skills that you use later on. Yeah. But somehow they just did not... It, it's not a one-to-one.
1: Yeah, and then the, the skills that you get after you complete the dungeon is sort of, like, use it if you want to, but it's not it's not going to impede your right. game right. progress if you don't use it. You can turn
0: it off. Right.
1: Where you Whereas you cannot continue through... A traditional Zelda game without the skill that you learned from that dungeon. Right,
0: right, right. So that
1: part of it just feels a little bit like, well, then what's the point of this? You know? Mm-hmm. Sure. There's I mean, there's a story element to it, of course, and the characters are still great. I still love partnering up with mm-hmm. each of the characters from the regions and, yeah. and, and all that stuff is really fun. But yeah, the boss fights, I was a little disappointed, honestly. I was like, this is too easy. Maybe I've been playing too much Elden Ring or something. The but boss- I'm like, in the the bosses that are like in the world, like a Gleok, yeah. is way, way, yeah. way harder than a dungeon boss, which is kind of like a letdown because you, you went through the dungeon and you did all the things and like, it was a really easy boss. I could just defeat it without even taking damage in like two minutes.
0: The boss in the water dungeon was just downright bizarre. Okay. Like it was not at all what I was expecting no. as the boss. Okay. It was fine, like it was, it was a pretty entertaining battle, but in terms of like what it was, was a, was a bit underwhelming.
1: The, what they all are right now are pretty underwhelming. Yeah. When when Temple boss, okay, that's fine. It's like
0: kind of predictable. Hit the vulnerable spot. Very obvious. Very
1: obvious and really easy too. Yeah. And then like the fire one too is like, I know exactly what to do.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I wish I didn't know exactly what to do. I wish I had like a moment of like trying to learn the boss. Like, oh my gosh, what is he going to do to me? You know, oh, what skill do I need to use to... Yeah. To defeat it like i'm not doing any damage uh oh like what what do i need to do like there's Mm -hmm. none of that like problem solving element that you traditionally get when you finish a dungeon and you're like learned all these things you're like i know what to okay this is the weak spot this is what i need to do with my new skills to like get to like i don't feel that satisfaction right right so yeah i'm really interested into why they made those lofty statements because they're actually untrue so
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what it's really baffling and then again to to make that kind of the very front and center messages that they make about this before the game is is even out makes no sense but let's go so we talked about that Washington Post interview that Mr. Aonuma did Mm -hmm. where he talked about how Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom are kind of the blueprint for the series yeah. going forward. We talked about that last week. Yeah. What that means. At that point, we'd only done one dungeon. So I don't think we felt super like comfortable like making more definitive statements. But like now that we've done more, I do think it's fair to say, like, as is the title of this podcast, like I think we're past the era
1: I think so. of those
0: dungeons. And it's gonna be more like this.
1: I think so. I think those traditional dungeons that a lot of Zelda fans really grew up loving. And a lot of the reasons why people love the Zelda series are because of the way that those dungeons were. I don't think they're ever coming back. Um, And maybe they'll innovate on what these dungeons are in the future to make them feel more significant or make them feel unique and interesting or add something different that we haven't expected yet. To give you that sense of satisfaction and and accomplishment that you used to get in a traditional Zelda game. But those, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think those dungeons that we, some of us, (laughs) know and love, um, I think they're gone forever.
0: So there has to be a reason because the feedback of fans wanting, of that being like one of the very few significant critiques from Breath of the Wild, that definitely got back to the team.
1: Yeah. Especially if they're making but, statements like this.
0: Right. But I went back to, you know, when Mr. Aonuma originally said he was breaking the conventions of the Zelda series. And that was that was actually about 10 years ago, was that Nintendo Direct where they were talking about Breath of the Wild. And that's around the time that they started to take baby steps in that with a link between worlds. Mm-hmm. And it's important to recognize that like at that time. The Zelda series was kind of, I I wouldn't say it was on shaky ground, but it was not like the most, in the most healthy place. Yeah, it wasn't growing. It felt stagnant. It
1: was very stagnant, yeah.
0: Where, you know, the sales felt like they kind of had a cap on them. It still Mm -hmm. had this, it was this great prestige series that, you know, brought Nintendo a lot of clout and that people would talk about, but it seemed to just be the same people playing it again and again. Right. And... You know, as happens, like that group was getting older, and there were new generations of people coming up who were just not playing the series, and in a lot of cases they didn't even know about the series or care about right. it. Right? Yeah, it was,
1: it's, it's shocking when we, whenever we do any sort of like um, like uh, research around who knew like who Link was. Yeah. And a lot of the new newer players, younger players, did not know who Link was at all. Like, right. it was so low in like the character recognizability. Mm-hmm. Charts,
0: it's crazy. Yeah, and like they would also get asked, you know, about like gameplay stuff, and they'd be like, eh, it's it's fine, but it's like not like what I would really opt to play. So yeah. you know, I think from from their perspective, you know, they've had this crazy breakthrough with these two games. Breath of the Wild sold 30 million copies. Tears of the Kingdom certainly has the potential to sell, you know, that much if they, you know, depending on how much life they can continue to breathe into it hardware wise. If you're Aonuma, it's like, and, you know, these games both got, like, 90, 97, 95 Metacritics. It's like, what actually is the problem here?
1: I know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And there's so much, like, great stuff in this right. in Tears of the Kingdom that really outweigh these kinds of critiques. Because
0: if I'm so him... it
1: wouldn't really matter. If
0: honestly. I'm him, I would have that nagging thought in my mind of, like, is this one of those things that was holding this series back? That now that we have made it more
1: approachable engaging
0: yeah. you know obviously this this clicks for a broader audience than the old formula did mm-hmm. but am i somehow limiting my going back to limiting this franchise that i'm yeah. in charge of personally
1: yeah by, and th- and, and, and have given a personal sort of made a personal goal to break the yeah. conventions of right yeah. so yeah i can see that 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 is a, a a lot of questions you ask yourself as you go through what the future of the franchise looks like um yeah it's just you know i'm not saying like of course i will miss traditional zelda dungeons but i still love tears of the kingdom and and breath of the wild and the other things that the game has to offer so i think it's just gonna be interesting to see where they take it you know the evolution might continue so you never know like what that next game looks like what what where they decide to Put their creativity okay. into, you know. So I, there's full trust there that um, that that's going to be it's going to be great. But it's just I think I think that the really the, just the interesting part of it is why they took such a front and center approach to confirming a traditional <laughs> Zelda dungeon when there certainly was none. So that was just a strange thing to do. Yeah. Like why? If you, I mean, totally good. You're breaking the convention. You're going a different direction. Awesome. Stick to those guns. You know. Stick to that, stick to that if you're if that's what you're doing. But don't say that there are dungeons when there isn't. <laughs> like that's just a weird.
0: So I'll say I I do think that and we've said this a lot. Like I do think there will continue to be 2D Zelda games yeah. that cater more towards old school Zelda fans. I think those will still have the quote traditional dungeons. Because again, those may still be remakes of old games. Yeah. So in that case, that's what you're getting. Right. But even if they make a new one, I think they will it will still have more of that feel. But in terms of these 3D games with this being stated as the blueprint um and they they may continue to try to recapture some of that but it won't it's not going to go all the way back
1: yeah yeah i I think they shouldn't make these statements they should just stick to what they're doing like what they're doing if they really believe in this being the right step for the the right future for the zelda series then say it and and stick to it you know don't like waffle back and forth because you're scared the Zelda fans are going to, like, riot because there's no dungeons or whatever, but, like, stick to it.
0: Lazy devs strike again.
1: This is why we're duping. Uh (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh-oh. It's payback.
1: Let me tell you how many zonites I have. Every time you say dungeon, I'm going to dupe some more (laughs) zonite.
0: Duping for dungeons. Here we go.
1: (laughs) Oh. All right. We got to move on to another game. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, so,
0: So, yeah. Capcom did send us codes for Street Fighter Thank Six. You. Thank you, Capcom. We have
1: been playing Street Fighter Six. We got
0: them like two days after um, Zelda came out, yes. so it was at times a struggle yes. to pull ourselves away, it's but, but we have been love playing Street Fighter, Street Fighter Six. Yes, yeah. this goes very high on our list, yeah. so um, it's been exciting to play that. In addition to Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I've been
1: doing a little double, uh, a little double dip here. Yeah, it's yeah. great because now that I'm like sort of like, deeper deeper into Zelda, I, I feel like it's okay to, like, take a short do something break. else. Yeah. And yeah. this game is perfect because it does lend itself to sort of, like, more...
0: Completely different.
1: Completely different, but also yeah. more, like, one-off gameplay sessions. Quicker, quicker sessions. sessions yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you and I have been both playing... I have been playing the World Tour mode uh-huh. pretty exclusively. Okay. Um, since, again, I'm bad at these games. So, yeah, I... We, we went to a preview event where we got to see yeah. quite a bit of world tour mode. So I've been doing a lot, um, like sort of poking around. I made my character. It's not an abomination. What is it?
0: It's just, what kind of freaking nature is this?
1: It's not. It's a normal girl. Okay.
0: But is it based on anything? Or is it, is it you? No, it's
1: not me. Oh. I like, I like uh, cool hair colors. So I gave a, her a very cool like okay. rainbow so hairdo. What's her name? chris so it is you no it's not it's not me <laughs> is it short it's always chris
0: this person's short I mean, it's
1: normal.
0: did you take the slider and go all the way to the oh, bottom I, I did,
1: actually.
0: <laughs> so it's you no, it? okay um
1: did you make an abomination this no season?
0: so i told you what i was gonna do oh so, that's
1: right you made okay so yeah, the yeah.
0: game is set in um metro city which is where final fight is from so i made cody from final fight that's who, cool it's a pretty generic, like, white guy with blonde hair. So is you. But okay. I don't have blonde hair. I don't hair. have blonde hair. Um, I will say that, that character creator is, is extremely so deep. deep to the point where, like, there's so many knobs and things to fiddle with. Like, it's like I'm just trying to make like a normal, like kind of generic looking face, like and even that was like kind of hard to get. Yeah,
1: yeah, it is like you can spend a long time right. in the character creation. Right.
0: Screen. So, so I kind of and didn't like sweat it too much because you you can you can, can, change, it, you can yeah. change it later. So I was like, I just want to get going, and if it's bugging me, I can I can change it later. Yeah. But I'm like I'm like eighty five percent of the way there. That's good. Eighty five percent happy with it, so yeah. I may just keep it.
1: Yeah. I like it. That's a good idea. Yeah. You get a lot of Final Fight references when you're in yeah. the city, yeah. which is awesome. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've, I've been pl- just playing through, like, the like the, the main sort of yeah. world tour yeah, stuff. Yeah. I got past where we right. stopped at the um, preview event. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm like, oh, I can finally see what happens next, <laughs> which is fun. But I, I, I continue to be very impressed by the world tour mode because it is a really fun single player mode. Yeah. Like, it's cool that it has more of, like, an RPG feel to it. So, yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. Like
0: that. I've I've played a couple hours of it. I don't think I would say that it surpasses the Mortal Kombat single-player modes mm. in my mind. But it okay. is a very different thing. Yeah. Where it is, like, more RPG-ish in an open world. Something, yeah. Something I didn't realize, and I don't know if you've gotten this far yet, is... There are other locations that you go to,
1: right, right,
0: beyond Metro City. Um, the one that I have, the other one that I have gone to though was not a big. It was kind of an enclosed space okay. where you have a specific encounter with another Street Fighter character. Oh, cool. So, and 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 once you get to that point, there's another menu that opens up with all these locations, and I, I'm curious: are these going to be? bigger locations like a combination like what i don't know what their intention is with those so i guess i'll find yeah out.
1: yeah that's kind of cool I, I did notice that map was opening up a little bit more as i was playing so um yeah I, i'm i haven't gone to another location yet i'm still in metro yeah. city but um yeah I'm, I'm curious to see like what else this mode entails
0: one other um, thing that I, the, so the reviews hit um and one other thing i've been seeing in the reviews about this mode which um People have been commenting on who, who probably played more than i have mm-hmm. is once you get a little bit deeper into it some of the encounters like the boss encounters can get pretty hard oh good okay where <clears throat> they basically just have like a really long life bar
1: ah so you have to like um, tick away at it basically right
0: so I don't, I don't know if that implies like that you need to grind more because you can level up mm-hmm. and get stronger that way uh because or like
1: I- or you can learn more moves um, right, you can from get more the, moves. From the, the other Street Fighter characters. I did, have a,
0: I did have a fight, like a boss fight like that, where I initially was like, oh, I'm not supposed to win this because I was doing so little. But then uh, it was like, no, you actually do need to win this fight. Okay. And I did, but it was like a, very, took a long very long fight.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. But that's a great addition. I mean, this game just has a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in it that all seems like really yeah. high quality, so that's great. Yeah. Um, I have also gone into just kind of the main modes. Um Cause I gotta get my eHonda back up to That's speed. That's
1: right. You gotta get it like back to online fighting shape. Yeah.
0: So one thing I will give a plug too is like they do have these like character specific guides. Yeah,
1: the guides are really good.
0: Which are really nice, and they'll give you like a dozen like again very specific to the character, and they have different guides per character. Mm-hmm. Like tips on you know what to do in certain situations, or when certain moves are more or less useful, or things yeah. you might not know about those characters. So I've you know I've always been you know m- mostly a, an e Honda main, and I learned a lot of new stuff there. So I think th- I think even if you're you know starting out or if you're more experienced, I think those are really worth a look once mm-hmm. you know what character you want to check out. And or. you
1: still have the other um, button or the other like control stands. Oh, the more the
0: more easy ones yeah you yeah have is those. that what you're what the modern
1: i'm doing modern controls
0: and say again how those work
1: so modern controls it's like you still have to do some button combinations mm-hmm. but they've like made those a little bit more accessible yeah so there is another one that's like um casual i believe and that one is just like you hit a button super and you, simplified you do yeah. like all the combos right, and it, right, it looks right. really cool. Right. So if you wanna just look really cool for, for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you can totally use that too. Okay. But modern is like, instead of like eight buttons that you have to put, there's like three, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And there's some some specials that you can do with like less button combos, right. which just makes it a little bit more accessible for for you. I think it's a good stepping stone though. So like, let's say you master Yeah, that, totally. And then you can like try some, looking at those guides or, yeah. or doing some of those. <clears throat> Um, tutorials to get like the the more you know classic controls down. yeah between yeah.
0: between that and the different handicaps you probably could match up like very experienced and very novice exactly players. i think
1: i'm curious about how that's gonna look yeah how that's gonna work but hopefully that's the case because i think that's the really intimidating part about right. it is that you feel like you can't hang with anybody else if right. you're not like an expert but right. i feel like this game gives you a lot of Ways to play with other like people of all skill levels. Yeah. So that's really that's really cool.
0: Was there any character... Uh, you said you haven't really done much outside of World Tour, but mm-hmm. we are eventually going to have some online fights. Oh, yeah. Are there any characters that you are interested in?
1: Um, I do like that ballerina character. What's her name? Um, oh. Man- Ma- Manon? Manon? Yeah.
0: Manon? I don't know. Ma- she's French. Manon? I don't know how exactly you say um,
1: it. I, she's a new character, I yeah. think, that they've added. And I I kind of like her. So I'm going to try to... Do like just learn more about that character? I
0: like her too. Wink. Oh. oh
1: hey. This
0: game is guys. This game is like almost a lock for buddy. Yeah. Body,
1: bo- body. Body, boat, body. Everybody moves. in this game is
0: just too good looking. Too good looking. It's distracting. Yeah, it is very distracting. Come on, Capcom.
1: You know who I also really like in this game? Blanca. Yeah? Blanca with his little booty shake is very, <laughs> very cute. And like really fun. He like bites you, you know, and the, the electricity is great. Move. Classic. Yeah, so I do like I do like a good Blanca. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they so I did I did check out the arcade mode, which is sort of like the story mode for each oh, character. Oh yeah, that's so, right. So I did that. That for, one's
1: fun too. I did
0: that for E Honda. Like that is a very like quick and breezy. The you can choose how long it is, but the default I think was just five stages.
1: Oh nice. That's and for me,
0: one of the stages was just like break the truck.
1: You know, oh yeah, you have to of, break like, the kind of like mid mid round yeah.
0: break the car things. Um, but all this, like the story stuff, was fun. It was, you know, it had really nice visuals with it. Once you do that, you unlock like other like pieces of art and stuff. So yeah,
1: I mean, this the game is beautiful.
0: Yeah, like, it I looks mean, arc- so great. Like in this day and age, like arcade mode like doesn't have a ton of value, so I think it it's fine. For what it is yeah and it's it's fun if you like those characters and you want to see their you little want to story see their little things.
1: backstory yeah some of the new characters i'm like what who are you
0: <laughs> right exactly exactly yeah.
1: so you can see like their their origin story yeah bit. yeah
0: another feature they have which i checked out and immediately turned off because i didn't like it what <laughs> they is have this kind of like real time like esports commentary oh. thing where again we're not super like Plugged into this, but I think these people are pretty well known. Who did the commentary? Oh, um, and they will comment on your match as it happens. But oh. I, I just didn't like it.
1: That seems like it'd be intimidating. I mean, if
0: you want to like really suck. like emulate being in like an esports environment, like that could oh, be man. fun. But maybe
1: if you're like training for like Evo or yeah. something,
0: <laughs> it just didn't. It, it didn't strike me as being super. It seemed a little too generic what they were saying. Mm. Versus... I guess they
1: have to because it would have to work for like whatever someone's doing. Yeah, i have yeah. not seeing this thing. But, but even, but honestly,
0: even if it was super specific, I'd still probably turn it off. Yeah, it's just, just not my thing.
1: That seems that seems seems like it would be very intimidating. Yeah.
0: The last yeah. thing I'll say, and and I I I hadn't really grasped this until we got the full game, but there is this whole other gauge in the, the in the game.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: That. Now that I've gone through all these proper tutorials, I have a much better grasp um, on what it is. And it's really useful and I think is a big differentiator between this and other Street Fighter games. So you can use it a lot of different ways, but the main way I've been using is just basically like an alternate, more powered up version of your special attacks. Right. And the way you do it is like, so let's say you're doing like a Hadouken. Like You do that, you do the motion, you press one punch button. For the alternate version, you do the motion. You press any combination of two punch buttons, and you kind of get, like your guy will like light up and flash, and he'll do something different. Mm-hmm. So, but it it's more powerful and it has it often has some other sort of characteristic. So the E Honda like sumo torpedo thing,
1: yeah. The
0: the special version of that is it can go through projectiles. Oh, cool. Because that that had always been the counter to that. If somebody was just spamming that, it's like, well, I'm now I'm going to fireball you, and you're yeah. going to stop doing that. Right. So. Your gauge will decrease, and if it if it you get to zero, you're in a weakened state for a little bit, mm-hmm. so you can't like abuse it. Right, and you it also chips away like if you're blocking, and you know if you attack, it'll slowly fill up. So so managing that bar is a really important. Oh,
1: that's interesting. Yeah,
0: mechanic. Um, it's interesting
1: how they like sort of try to balance it out so that it's not right. going to allow you to like spam stuff or be overpowered or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and there's yeah. there's
0: also like a lot of other more advanced stuff using that. That honestly, I'm not completely clued in on yet that I need to spend a bit more time figuring out. Um, The good thing is that, you know, a a bunch of the matches that I played before I had done those tutorials and I I really wasn't using it went fine. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say, like, if you haven't mastered this new mechanic, you're just going to be toast. Um, But it adds a lot of depth to the game that I noticed. So, yeah. It's crazy
1: how they can take such classic gameplay and still add things that doesn't make it feel like it is out of place
0: that's the thing yeah it's
1: kind of inc- it's kind of impressive honestly yeah there's
0: a lot of fighting games that just have so much depth and you have to use all that depth and if you're not you can't
1: you cannot play you cannot succeed game. yeah
0: like somehow like they have found a way to make it like truly the range of it truly so accessible good. no matter yeah. how much yeah how many hours you it's want really interesting put into it yeah so, yeah, I think I'm going to be playing this game for a long time.
1: Mm hmm,
0: for sure. No, I, I kind of had a moment of hope over the weekend, because or, I, originally I was very pessimistic. Of like, man, you got Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and Tekken all coming out this year. I'm not going to play all of those. And
1: now you're like, I'm going to play now all like, of them?
0: Well, this is coming out now. Mortal Kombat's coming out in I think September, yeah. and then Tekken they haven't announced a date, so it must, maybe, it's get, maybe, like, maybe
1: it's getting maybe it's getting delayed.
0: Maybe they're all spread out enough. Mortal like, Kombat, I'm definitely gonna, gonna play.
1: Mortal Kombat's fun. I'm gonna
0: get that too. I, I was worried that Tekken might be the odd one out, but
1: now I'm like, mm. I'm not a huge Tekken fan honestly. Mm. so maybe that that one I wasn't really even concerned about. So oh. I know maybe maybe I'll get on board. This is where someone is crying in the corner that we know
0: she could play as like a bear, <laughs> just a giant bear.
1: I do like that. <laughs> <laughs> French ballerina and a bear. Perfect. Now. Now. Question mark. This other ga- the there's paper.
0: another game which also had reviews come out for it the same I day know, as before, I Diablo I 4. Was,
1: I, had, I, I had a moment I, of
0: panic. We're not playing this game yet because it's not out yet, but I just wanted to ask, what is your headspace on Diablo 4 right now?
1: I think we should play it. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, When is it coming out again? When is the launch date?
0: Uh, it's it's like early June, very early June. Uh oh. I think it's like maybe a week after, so like I think it's like next week. Oh. Yeah. And then at the end of the month is Final Fantasy. Oh no. So. What are you gonna do? I think Diablo, Diablo might is the to one. Take a
1: back to so Final I said Fantasy? I'm
0: going on a vacation. I'm going out of the country in like basically the second half of June. Yeah. So like. I need to be realistic about what I can actually play. Like,
1: well, you have a Steam Deck.
0: I don't know if I'm gonna do like remote play. Like, that's just a lot to like.
1: Can't you play Diablo Four on your Steam Deck PC version? Um,
0: maybe, but it's like, yeah it's a good chance to just knock out some Zelda stuff. I don't know. Oh, you want to beat Zelda? I mean, I but could. Three
1: weeks of Zelda is a long time. I could get really,
0: time. I could get really deep into Zelda, but but basically, what I, my point here is, like, something's got to give.
1: I think I'm gonna play. I'm not gonna. I, I feel like I have to prioritize Final Fantasy 16.
0: Because Diablo is a game you can play forever, so I'm. And
1: it's only fun to play with somebody else. I
0: was gonna say I think we should wait until we can play it together. We have
1: to play it together. So it's not fun.
0: What I am proposing. Oh, right now in in this video on the podcast. Whoa. Is that we wait on Diablo Four?
1: Okay, I can get on board with that. Yeah. You're not gonna be here, but
0: the reviews are really good. I
1: know. I I saw it this weekend. We were both literally panicked.
0: We were both worried about this game just based on like what's going on Blizzard, but it seems like Mm -hmm. it's great. Yeah.
1: What did we put in our projections? I can't remember. We gotta look back. Our on
0: Street Fighter thing. predictions were very high. And I think the Metacritic I saw is like now it's like a ninety-two. So yeah, that's I was,
1: a, I was I was I'm out on good street. My, a, my Zelda prediction was exactly right mm-hmm. on. I it's think true. my Street Fighter predictions I, I had higher, so Yeah, yeah. Anyways, we're close, but anyway, so I, I agree. I think we should wait on Diablo four, at least until you come back from your long exactly. vacation. Exactly. You're just trying to like, I'm gonna just play with somebody else.
0: I'm you, not coming back.
1: Ever? All right. see you. The podcast
0: will continue while I'm gone. By the way, with me, not, not with you, not some bunk co-host you might <laughs> dig up.
1: <laughs> dig up. <laughs> this is where we have like co-host tryouts, and you just get
0: replaced before you get open back. mic.
1: And then I'm playing Diablo with that person instead. All right, fine. So you can just see you can good luck with see that. See you later. And have fun with that time when he's 7-Eleven. <laughs> on to
0: the news. No, no, wait. We're Yes, we are on to the news. Um, we are going to get started with the news with our poll, though. That's yes. why I got confused. Okay. So we're going to talk about the PlayStation Showcase. We're going to talk about some of the news that's been coming out afterwards. Cause, yeah. Because we actually have a full reaction that's up that we did, which you should watch. Yes. But we started with a poll that we put out right after the showcase happened, just asking our Patreon subscribers what they thought and what letter grade they would give it. So... From top to bottom, six percent said A, eighteen percent said B, forty-nine percent said C, twenty-three percent said D, and four percent said F. This is almost a perfect uh, bell curve. Yeah, which is surprising. Uh, C is what I would. I would I would agree with that.
1: I think C C minus. If we're doing yeah. pluses and minuses, right? Right. But, yeah, I would agree with that as
0: well. So we were wrong on a lot of our predictions. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of people who were doing predictions had stuff that was, like, similar to us, where it's, like, this is Very a Very
1: lofty Yeah, it's a big moment for PlayStation. Yes. And, like, they
0: kind of didn't deliver on that. No. So let's look at some comments. Gartooth said, this was the first PlayStation showcase in two years, but it didn't live up to the hype. Lots of CGI trailers, hardly any games with actual release dates locked in, and completely weird pacing. Mm. And segments like putting in a Gran Turismo movie trailer—I will never get over that.
1: That <laughs> is the weirdest D. thing. Yeah, that's that was. Okay. Yeah, there were a I lot would. of
0: games where, like, you would watch the segment and you'd be like, "I have no clue what this is" based yeah. on what I was shown. And
1: it is—it's like that thing that we had a critique of too when we were watching like some other um, showcases last year. Uh-huh. Like, why is it so much CG? Like, I feel like the only actual gameplay we saw was for Spider-Man, which is a game that we knew was coming. Yeah, So yeah. it's like, what's the deal with these games? Like, all, are they all just, like, super early yeah. or, or what? Yeah, very To counter
0: strange. that, Tuscoob oh. says, This was a great presentation with multiple heavy-hitter titles across all genres. It makes me genuinely surprised to see reactions calling a presentation with Spider-Man 2 and Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake mid- from what I gather, it seems like people only want to see stuff from IPs they know. Okay. That's fair. Fair point.
1: That, those are the, the two probably best moments in that showcase, I would say. Um, I don't
0: know about that Metal Gear trailer.
1: <laughs> I mean, for people that are really excited about Metal Gear, it's I've like, gone
0: back and watched that trailer. That's a weird trailer. I
1: was like, I don't get it. What and is then I, going on was oh, All snake ear. Yeah. Ha ha.
0: Uh, oh, how do you say it? Oh, why, why you, you wahoo w- says no, Why you wah you? Why you wah you? Why you wah you. Okay. This was the most <laughs> Xbox a Sony event has ever felt. That meaning they did what <laughs> Xbox usually does and showed off a lot of concept and teasers without giving much substance. The ending combo of new hardware and Spider-Man made it a worthwhile watch, along with Metal Gear and a few other things, but in general it felt like watching the previews of the movies before the Spider-Man movies started. That's such a
1: great way to put it. Wow. Yeah. I love it. And then finally,
0: that. Kai Wright says, I paused Tears of the Kingdom for this? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh.
1: It's quite a long showcase, you know? Over an hour. Over yeah, an it, hour. It was like an hour fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, well, we have but, some news yeah, around this. Yeah, so, let's, so there, let's there get have been that.
0: trickling things coming out of this after um, the show wrapped. So, let, yeah, we want to talk about a few of these. So, this Project Q hardware that they announced has caused a lot of confusion. You changed my pun. Oh, you put that there on purpose. I had, it, I had written Q-fusion? down Project Q confusion, but the confusion was spelled with a Q. I
1: thought it was a typo. No,
0: confusion. Con- you can spell like Mortal Kombat, everything Con- is spelled confusion. with a K. Oh, no. It's a joke and okay, you didn't even it get it. It's an inside joke and back. you didn't even get it. Oh my gosh.
1: Confusion.
0: Confusion. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no one can think of papers over you and I.
0: Okay. Diablo all, Diablo's off the table.
1: <gasps> You're off the table as a host.
0: <laughs> so, a we, lot of people have been saying like this is basically like the Wii U the situation, Wii
1: U, the Wii U, U gamepad. Yeah. All the
0: jokes have been going around comparing it to a Wii U. This is not at all. What this thing is though? No. This People is People seem
1: very confused about how remote play works, weirdly. Right.
0: This is a remote play device, so you know, basically, like, and there's a lot of devices like this that already exist, and you can also just do it on your phone or your laptop. For yeah, but you basically, do it with,
1: like, your... Um, I do. I have the back right. right? Yeah. So,
0: if you have your system on, and that's connected to Wi-Fi, you can go and con- and connect to another Wi-Fi point and basically yeah, play that game. Yeah,
1: And play it. Yeah.
0: So, big difference... From the Wii U, which, you know, needed to always be tethered to the system. Right. And was giving you some sort of a second screen experience. Yeah, no, this is like... This is the one... You're getting the screen just on this device. Yeah, this
1: is more of a Switch experience where you're supposed to be able to take your game on the go.
0: Right. So, so. remote play is a great system if you, have, if you have solid internet.
1: Yes. I use it quite a lot, actually.
0: But it was interesting to see that, you know, people were... It, it. It, it got to the point where it's like i don't know if people are actually confused if they're just having fun making jokes yeah so and and the thing with that though is like there are people who are genuinely looking for information who see jokes and get suckered into thinking I that know. is the fact i don't I know, know that's I d- really that's not great you guys <laughs> i went as this was happening i was like i need to double check that i'm not actually wrong about this no follow-up on any sony channel right at all about this which i thought yeah, was that's strange. really bizarre
1: that's something that was so like top of mind at nintendo like whenever there was a big direct or a big showcase or you know around e3 time yeah. and there was a big presentation there was if there was confusion around something an announcement like we were the first in line to quickly clear up any confusion right so it was weird that somebody didn't have like any sort of you know, because the a longer it, it, it
0: the longer it lingers like the longer you can ask yourself like is it a Wii U?
1: <laughs> I know and then the more jokes that are out there right. without an official statement from Sony people who genuinely are looking for info are going to have a harder and harder time understanding what actually this is. Yeah.
0: So, so again, this, is, this is a bad start for this. Why? This was a niche product to begin with though cuz this is pro- mm-hmm. how much do you think this is going to cost?
1: 299
0: <laughs> wow, one ninety nine? It could be. No, I mean, you got to pay the Sony tax.
1: I think it's two ninety nine. It's not going to be people. cheap. I mean, how much do you think it's going to cost?
0: I, I think it'll either be two hundred or two fifty,
1: okay. which is a lot of money still yeah.
0: for yeah. something like this. So, like, you need right. a backbone for hundred dollars. You need a phone, but has got a phone.
1: Yeah, you can um, use it with the phone you already have. But I can, I
0: can saying, kind yeah. of, I can kind of see why they wanna make this even if it's not gonna be a to like legitimize remote play.
1: Exactly. Because it's
0: like, okay, remote play is a thing. We're doing yep. more with streaming. Streaming's gonna be important in the future. Yep. We need to have
1: a, a dedicated device.
0: That we make right. to kind of to kind of show people yeah. like, yes, this is a priority for us. Yes. But this you is should gonna tr- be
1: the future too. Right. Like you're you're gonna have these options when you're playing. Again, right. when we're talking about like switch copycats or or like not copycats i guess this is not the the right phrasing for it but it's like you know that market for taking your games wherever you go kind of thing and and like the more success switch has the more other companies will want to have that op- that yeah. option for people as well and microsoft talks about it a lot with their streaming stuff and now Sony has this dedicated device for it as well. It's like you can see the writing on the wall here, you know. Absolutely. That competition is going to be out there. So whenever the next Switch comes out, they'll yeah. have to deal with that landscape. Yeah.
0: There's been new information about the Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake. So I, you should you need to follow this uh, Metal Gear Twitter account. Been, I, I do been follow
1: it. There. And I'm like the more i read it the more confused i am so anyways so the, lo- the
0: the name of the game has this triangle on delta it, which, which, which we, we said you noted that right yeah. away so they explained this the delta symbol was chosen because its meaning fits the concept of the remake project delta means change or difference yeah. without changing structure
1: yeah it's so science trying
0: hard to be very kojima-esque here
1: without but Kojima not I mean,
0: between this and the trailer it feels like they're trying really hard to get that Kojima big brain stuff out there, but it's like you
1: can't do it though because he he's the only one
0: with the brain. <laughs> right, you cannot you cannot emulate him. He's no. he's one of the few people you cannot do that to.
1: Yeah, it's so it's still also hard. come
0: out there was there was a couple days where I was like so who's making this and nobody really knew, but they've come out and said the lead developer is Virtuous. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing that right. Mm. And there are oh, some yeah. people they said who had experience with Metal Gear within Konami before. I'm curious if they will ever name who they are to understand like what
1: hierarchy. Like, they are. were they
0: like the intern on <laughs>
1: getting, getting Kojima's coffee, or I'd like are you to like know. doing
0: anything? Yeah. I have a feeling I, I, I there's somebody in my mind who I worked with when I was at Konami who I'm thinking it might be. Really? In, 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 if, in which case, don't get your hopes up. Oh, um, just saying.
1: Ouch.
0: I, I didn't. I didn't name who it was. That's painful. Will you tell me
1: afterwards?
0: You won't know. Oh, okay. Uh, so Virtuous has worked on a lot of like little odds and ends. Like they worked on the Switch version of *Near Automata*, which was a lot of people said was a really great version. Yeah, I'm still extremely worried about this That's skeptical, yeah. because yeah. even if you're doing a straight remake, mm-hmm. this seems like their their aspirations to do a little bit more than that, based on the Delta part change or difference without changing structure and again there's so many okay. my small details in those games that kojima put in there that i feel like only he is really capable of translating in the right way yeah so you could look at it and be like oh well that's the source material is right there this should be really easy
1: mm-hmm.
0: for most games
1: yes i
0: would generally agree this is like one of the hand small handful of series where i'd be like i'm not comfortable with this
1: the other thing is is the the landscape of remakes that we live in now which is the the bar is so high yeah because we've had so many wonderful remakes with metroid prime with resident evil 4. now people are like when they hear the word remake it's not the same connotation as it used to have where it's like oh whatever it's just gonna be some straight port you know now people expect you to like really do something to make it feel new and fresh and special and these other games have done it successfully so now the bar is pretty high and i feel like if you don't meet that bar it's gonna be like really bad (coughs) like really disappointing you know so
0: yeah i'm i'm what happens? I remain concerned about this. And then finally, they said so. They they are also releasing the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection, mm-hmm. which includes mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's right, Metal Gear Solid One, Two, and Three. Yeah. On their website, they had a big like question mark next to it, but it was just listed on the PlayStation Store of what it is. So it's the original Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two, not not Metal Gear Solid, like the very old original Metal oh. Gear games. So that's that's a great package. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, I don't know if they've said if they're selling those individually if you have to buy them all at once, but yeah. I will I am all over that.
1: That's cool. Yeah.
0: Because <clears throat> I, I actually really I'm at the point where I want to replay a lot of those games. Not yeah, it's Gear, been a really. Not long Metal long Gear time. Solid 2. Not Metal not Gear. Not an odd number, no, Metal Gear even number. Solid. Even even, number. even.
1: Oh, even numbers are bad.
0: I don't like the even numbers.
1: <laughs> oh boy, the last of us.
0: Yeah, this was one of the big omissions from yeah, the showcase. We're like, where's where's this mm-hmm. multiplayer game for Last of Us that they have been literally out there talking about, saying we're gonna see more this year? I so know. Jason Schreier, we had a Schreier bomb Oof. drop uh, a couple <laughs> days after yeah. saying that Naughty Dog had really scaled back on the project, um, kind of reassessing what they've got. And kind of as a result of him, you know, doing that story, they put out a statement on Twitter. Yeah. Um, basically saying you know they need, they're they need more time working on it. They're gonna keep working on it. They also mentioned that they're working on a single player experience. experience.
1: Yeah.
0: This was one of those very strange like Friday afternoon news drops. Uh, seems bad. Seems Our bad. friend Greg Miller took to Twitter.com to say this project is going to get canceled. Well,
1: after the PlayStation showcase, Greg is probably in, like, dire straits.
0: I tend to agree with that statement. Yeah. Um, Oh,
1: poor Greggy. Hmm.
0: Bad news here.
1: I think it's going to get canceled, too. Yeah. It just seems like they may prioritize the single-player one over this multiplayer experience.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's a hard challenge of what they wanted to do with this which is you know have a fun multiplayer game that could be a live service but also have the story trappings of this series
1: yeah but that's also make it more accessible for people to That's don't really hard
0: so yeah. I I understand why they might have had a challenge with that so
1: yeah
0: I mean maybe this is maybe this is a blessing in disguise that you know realize you know kind of midway that this is not what we wanted. Does not meet our bar for quality?
1: And just like get out and, and just, focus you know, on cut, the cut thing. just, you cut, and move on. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like they're probably feeling so much pressure too because Last of Us is such a, is and was such a big topic of mainstream general audience conversation after the TV show. Right. They're trying to figure out probably what is the next sort of best way to go with the game so that they can really capitalize on that and, and what that might be. So the question I test, have is why, yeah.
0: why were you out there just casually, offhandedly talking about this before a, an official announcement? You probably shouldn't have done that. You, pr- you wouldn't have this problem if this game had not, if you hadn't just been saying like, oh yeah, and there's this multiplayer thing we're working on. You didn't need to do that. Yeah, no
1: one was asking about it. it was right. like volunteering. You probably thought
0: like, oh, well, this is our like this soft like campaign to get the word out. Yeah. Or something. Didn't think Back that fired.
1: strategy through very well. Backfired.
0: Yeah. Um, finally, this is a hot story. Oh. Uh, so the Dolphin emulator has been delisted from Steam.
1: I saw that. Um,
0: Nintendo uh, asked Valve to take that down, um, and they put C- out a statement. And
1: D, they C indeed it. Right.
0: Nintendo put out a statement explaining their thought process, saying Nintendo's committed to protecting the hard work and creativity of video game engineers and developers, a spokesperson. Um, told Kotaku, this emulator illegally circumvents Nintendo's protection measures and runs illegal copies of games. Using illegal emulators or illegal copies of games harms development and ultimately stifles innovation. Nintendo respects the intellectual property rights of other companies and in turn expects others to do the same. None of this is surprising.
1: No. As soon as this was announced, I was waiting for the day for them to shut it down.
0: Yeah. I... I, Emulation is one of those things where like both sides feel incredibly passionately about it yeah. and their minds shall not be changed. Yeah, Nintendo has so, a very
1: black and white perspective on emulation which is that right. you cannot do it.
0: But in the in the community as well. So I don't care to wade into that firestorm. What I will say no. is like this was like like you said like this was the most obvious thing that was ever going to happen because yeah. Nintendo wants to have a good relationship with Valve. Valve wants to have a good relationship with Nintendo. Exactly. Like Nintendo is not getting every Valve game, but there's enough that it's And, you know, there's two major companies in the industry. like yeah. It makes sense for them to not make each other mad. Right. That's yeah. all I have to say that about is, that.
1: Yeah, that is a business, a smart business move on both sides. Yeah. To come to a, a, an amicable decision or whatever conclusion on this. But as soon as I saw this, I was like, I'm ticking the days yeah. until this gets and I mean,
0: removed. I mean, Steam's like, their thing with this is very like... They seem very fast and loose about what they let on there. Right, it's not going through like some crazy rigorous yeah review, like process, multi-step or whatever. review process. And
1: that, that is the steam. That's, that's like one of the cool things about the steam yeah. community too is that you get to have all these kinds of experiences. But obviously, right.
0: so I don't I don't think that 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 is going to change I don't about think steam. So yeah, but
1: but but when thing, you get a
0: phone call from Nintendo saying, "What's the deal with this? Are you down with this?" Of course, you'd be like, "No, we're we'll take it down."
1: Yeah, of course yeah. they're not going to fight Nintendo on this. Of course. Um, Yeah, and and again, very black and white at Nintendo in terms of emulation. Mm -hmm. So that was a no brainer. Unfortunately, no Dolphin emulator. Yeah.
0: All right, let's get into our questions from the Patreon community. Every question we get is from our Patreon subscribers. Today we're starting, excuse me, with a question from Cerulean Dragon. Hey Kit and Krista, hope you're both having fun with Tears of the Kingdom. Myself, I just reached Terrytown In Breath of the Wild there was a series of quests where you'd go around Hyrule and recruit people with sun as a suffix to their name and come to the town and the town would grow. So when I got there, I was a little disappointed that most NPCs addressed Link like they've never met him before. Given that not every player may have completed the quests in Breath of the Wild, I understand, but it got me thinking. I wish they had done more with Breath of the Wild save data than just bring over your horses. I would have loved to see Breath of the Wild save data have an impact on how characters interact with you based on what quests you completed in the first game. I think games such as Mass Effect have done this in the past, though I haven't played them to know for certain. Would you have liked to see a feature like this? What are your thoughts? Thanks.
1: I always found it so weird that you are, like, Hyrule's last defense, but no one seems to know who the heck you are in this world, like... You go somewhere and they're like, who are you? You're like, hello. <laughs> I'm literally. They barely
0: just got a newspaper. The
1: hero of your, for your salvation, but whatever. And no one helps you at all. You have to like cook your own meals and like pay for stuff. No one helps you. You're trying to like save them. It's so funny. Um, Do you think hundreds
0: of years ago everybody knew like, oh, oh yeah, Napoleon. He's the man. He's doing it.
1: If, if Abraham Lincoln <laughs> showed up and was like, hey, I'm here to like save you. You probably recognize Abraham Lincoln. Mm. You recognize Abraham. I don't know. Okay, but that's not the question. The question is, should should they have done more with Breath of the Wild? Save data. I kind of wish that they did. Honestly, like that would be a really great reward for so many like avid fans that have sunk like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours in Breath of the Wild.
0: The fact that they did do it with the horses. Makes you want more. If they had done nothing.
1: Then you're it, like, okay, you, everyone's starting felt, from scratch. Yeah, it's like, all right, it's just, sure. it's just a fresh game, fine. Yeah.
0: But yeah, the fact that it's just the horses. Like, you
1: hate the horses, so you're like, huh, I don't care about
0: this. There probably are more things that you could have done with yeah. that. Yeah. Like one thing, like, this would have been super easy, and like a nothing, is you know, in the in the intro scene, um, before you like lose everything, you have full hearts. Like they could have done, given you exactly what you had when you finished Breath of the Wild.
1: Yeah, so that, that would have been know. a really easy way. Yeah, so you can see like this yeah. is where oh I yeah was, this is where I was, and then now I don't have any right. any of it, you know. Right. Yeah, I know. I, I think some of the some of the ways that it, they do pay some homage to Breath of the Wild beyond the horses, it is in the main storyline because you do meet like characters that were related to the characters <laughs> yeah. that you met in Breath of the Wild. But yeah, something I'll like something. They, that they, they can give to your character as a way to like say that you've played this game like even like an outfit yep. like give me the um the hylian hero the the champion's tunic you gotta as find an that. item Yeah, got find that just give it to me you know like i played 300 hours of breath of the wild you can't give me a champion's tunic come on nope. um give me a switch Two shirt whatever
0: where is the switch shirt
1: it's not there Never again.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think it needs like the mass. The mass effect is like probably overkill. Yeah. for a game like this, but
1: like a little, yeah. a little commemorative well, item well, would something it be else. kind of nice. Yeah. yeah, I would just. I was like floored that there was nothing beyond the horses. I'm like, really, 300 hours? You nothing? Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
0: Daniel R. asks, Hi, Kit and Krista. You are the very first creators I have ever supported on Patreon. Wow! I appreciate the professionalism and charm you bring to your videos and a hobby that can be often dominated by negativity, the wholesomeness, and sheer fun of your approach is quite refreshing. I have a question regarding Nintendo's two tentpole series. Given the immense critical and financial success Zelda has experienced in his last two entries, do you think there is any additional pressure on the Mario team to, quote, keep up? I ask because, excellent as it was, Odyssey doesn't seem to have had the long-term critical impact as Breath of the Wild, and while Mario remains missing in action, the Zelda team seems to have captured lightning in a bottle twice with Tears of the Kingdom. Mario will always be more of a profitable IP overall, but how important is it to Nintendo that the next mainline entry match Zelda's impact and critical acclaim? Might there be some friendly competition in the same way Nintendo's regional offices sometimes compete over resources and sales? Thanks for your time and keep up the good work.
1: I would say that that one game award where Mario Odyssey and... Mm. A breath, sorry getting confused with the names now breath of the wild were both nominated for game game of the year was really funny we did have a little friendly competition like you were on the zelda side i was on the mario side hey we we lost it's okay um but there was there was a bit of competition but the, the one thing that i thought was hilarious is we we were talking i was talking to the um the development team for mario odyssey like so have you guys played breath of the wild they're like no (laughs) <laughs> and then we were talking to the breath of the ball team saying have you guys played mario Kart odyssey no we don't have time for that are you kidding me so it's hilarious how sort of separate you know the teams are they work completely in like their own little bubble it's it's there was, wild uh,
0: there was so in that washington post story with mr onuma he was he was literally buying zelda merch and i'm also reminded of another story when um Mr. Nogami and Mr. Yabuki came over for GDC. Yeah. They were doing like a, like a tag team. It's like an arms. Arms and Splatoon, Splatoon thing. Splatoon, yeah. We asked Mr. Yabuki, like, oh, so do you, do you have you played much Splatoon? What do you think? He's like, oh, I rented it.
1: Yeah, they <laughs> have like, this, You have
0: to rent the game? They have this like you little library
1: where they like rent games. You can't and just like, get it? I might rent that later. I'm like, what? Okay, <laughs>
0: this is weird. like you're a really important guy here. Seems you like, just ask.
1: Seems like they know. should just give it, it to you. Was weird. It was know. very weird. Like the way that they had to, they, they keep kind of in their own little groups is, is very interesting. Yeah. But also, I, I, I don't know the answer, whether it's good or bad. Because maybe the reason why the magic is so magical is because they live in like an ivory tower of yeah. their own making. But maybe it can be more magical if they like mixed a little bit. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But whatever they're doing seems to be working. So Wait
0: hard. until... Let Tears of the be. Kingdom wins game of the year over Mario the movie the game, which will of course be announced any day now at <laughs> the Game Awards.
1: I um, in terms of Mario this year, I feel like it's kind of interesting to see Mario take a different path to fame and stardom um, beyond games, right? Instead of like Mario being, uh, instead of another big Mario game being the thing that everyone's talking about, it's like the movie, the theme park. Like that's the Mario presence that everyone. Um, is talking about so Mario's certainly not forgotten this year. It, it, Mario certainly is still front and center, but sort of in a different way than Zelda is. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting the different I, entertainment I, paths they've taken with this. I you agree. Know? Mar-
0: Mario is now like in the
1: making a different sphere. a different
0: echelon. I know that goes that is like gone beyond just games.
1: Yeah. So I w- I would say that's even more important. Yeah. Right. Um. But it it does, your your statement is very true, is that the next Mario game, people's expectations are very, very high. Mm -hmm. There's so many more people that are now really aware of Mario or want to see more Mario again, you know, because they watched the movie or they went to the theme parks. And now they're like, I want to play another Mario game. New Super
0: Mario Brothers Switch. Here it comes. Wah, wah. (laughs) Gartooth has our next question. (laughs) What are your thoughts on the sales of Metroid Prime remastered from the latest Nintendo earnings? The game sold 1.09 million copies and came with a very non-traditional release between the Shadow Drop physical copies arriving weeks later and it being priced at $40. If you had to guess, would this have been the kind of result Nintendo was looking for? Also, do you think we will see more games released with similar methods to this in the future?
1: Yeah, I think Nintendo is probably quite pleased with the results of this.
0: Um... Metroid always seemed to be the very rare series where the expectations were reasonable.
1: I was gonna say, like, they probably didn't have super high right. goals.
0: Like, the, um, there is no, they, like, the crazy stretch goal yeah. that we joke about, yeah, or like Smash the goal being series. completely like, unattainable. Like, with Metroid, they, yeah. that didn't seem to happen.
1: Yeah, and then you can even see it in the way they price the game and launch the game. It's yeah. like they have a very sort of reasonable approach to not holding on too tightly to this, even though they do treat Metroid as one of the AAA. Um, Franchises, so I think it's because in their minds they still, you know, really think of Metroid as more of a niche audience. Um, Even though I I think Metroid has more potential than that, Um, but yeah, the expectations are quite managed for Metroid, so I'm I'm sure they're very happy with it.
0: Yeah, I saw some people online saying I think being a bit disappointed at that number because it there was a stretch where it was like that's what everybody was talking about and playing. But, yeah, I think this is probably right in line with what they expected.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Ninja11 asks, Hi, Kit and Krista, what is Nintendo's perspective on the sale of ARMS? Sales of ARMS. They clearly had a lot of marketing behind it between the tourneys and Min Min's addition to Smash, yet I feel like it failed to meet sales expectations for a brand new IP. I personally love ARMS because I like having lots of defensive options in a fighting game, However, most fighting game fans prefer having a lot of offensive options like fast movement and flashy combos, and ARMS doesn't provide that. Are the higher-ups putting the blame on the game or the marketing something else, or is our assumption wrong and they were pleased with the game's success? Thank you.
1: <laughs> the game definitely was not a success. And, uh, unfortunately,
0: I, would, I wouldn't say it was a failure. Though. It
1: wasn't a failure. I think it was
0: just right down the middle.
1: Well, I would say that Nintendo had some aspirations for ARMS to become more of a mainline thing. But the the sort of the excitement for that game and, and the, you know, people's uh, interest in that game fizzled out pretty quickly after yeah, yeah. launch. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I'm I'm an arms fan as well. I love that I love that game. Yeah. I love fighting games where there's a different style that is not like you know, inaccessible to to people that play fighting games differently. So I agree with you that you know it's a great it's a great game. I think there are some shortcomings with. Um, the IP, we've talked about this a little bit, is that like one of the things that we wish we saw with ARMS that we think could have given it a little bit more longevity is just to understand the characters more. Um, We were just talking about how fun it is to learn about like Street Fighter characters' backstories and really build like a connection to those characters. Like ARMS characters were so interesting, um, but we never knew anything about them um, beyond like the, the, you know, like a very short bio and then just like using them in the game. So yeah. it just really, if for new IP, it's so hard for you to build some sort of, you know, like interest or connection if you don't have that. Um, and uh, <laughs> we, we never really got that with ARMS. And I think that the IP sort of fizzled out before we had time to, to do any of that, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I think the sales were so unremarkable. And again, it, it was not like a bomb. No. But it was not like great, like so many Nintendo games that I think if you're them, you're looking at from, like, a resource perspective. It's like, all right, yeah. we're going to have this many developers work on a game for this long. Like, should we do another one of these or just put them on something else?
1: Yeah, and exactly. it's And it's
0: probably... Put them on something else, and that
1: team—that team, you know, works on like Mario Kart and stuff like that. So yeah. they are busy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they got stuff to do. Yeah,
1: they got a game that makes money. So, so
0: you know, maybe in yeah. true Nintendo fashion, somebody will be like, "I'm going to make a new arms game in 25 years."
1: In 25 years, oh,
0: this, like no idea is ever like gone forever. With the next is gonna be legs. Yeah,
1: you're gonna have springy legs. You kick people with. Oh,
0: man. The nightmare continues. <laughs> <laughs> Prada Jake is the next question. Now that we've seemed to be approaching the end of the Switch lifecycle, do you expect Nintendo will finally discount some of their first-party titles under the Nintendo Selects or Players' Choice label? Was the marketing team involved in deciding which games were part of Nintendo Selects when they did it for 3DS and GameCube before that? Always appreciate hearing your thoughtful insights every week. Thanks.
1: Ah, uh, the Selects.
0: So this is a move that you only do if you have to.
1: And you're, like, desperate.
0: So if if your games are still selling well at full price...
1: You would never do that. You don't do this. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, Switch is very unique in that way where not only has it enjoyed a very long life cycle, and some of the other Nintendo consoles like 3DS enjoyed a similarly long life cycle, but the the difference is, is that you the, the the daily play time yeah. was so much lower at the, in the end of the life of 3ds than it is for switch people yeah. are, it's what how many years in are we six seven seven years many many so many years people are i mean playing their switch all the time every day you know which is like very rare so for that reason and, and the, the interest being so high they might not need to discount anything um, but they, they did have to do that because the playtime was so low yeah. towards the ends of these <laughs> console life cycles that, uh, yeah, that was the way to get people back in is to to have you know some of these classic games that you may have missed um, discounted.
0: Yeah, unless there's like a drastic change in play styles on the Switch, I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to need this. So yeah. we, we, I don't think we'll see it.
1: And uh, yes, um, our sales strategy team Retail strats is what they were called. Were the ones deciding yeah. which games were given that that pack that different packaging um, for Nintendo, Sonics.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pikmin sneeze. Cause was next. I like kit and Krista. Currently, there are only three main gaming hardware players: Nintendo, Sony, and Xbox. To spice things up, which company would you want to enter the market, disrupt the current status quo of the gaming world by adding more competition? I personally wish for oh. Tencent. <gasps> They have tremendous times. experience with hardware and they have a bunch of talented gaming studios ready to work.
1: Ooh, Tencent would be scary because they are they have they have our info already,
0: I think. Oh no.
1: Um I, I wish that like indie devs would all group together under like some bigger label. Ooh yeah? Well, <laughs> not just one indie dev.
0: Bring it back.
1: Well, wow. I mean, you don't want them to lose their, you know, lose their indie spirit and, 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 and independence. Um, but it'd be cool if they like could have some sort of indie conglomerate that uh-huh. would become the fourth thing. Because right now I think they're so dependent on like, we talked to a lot of indie devs who are like, please let us into yeah. your indie showcase right, or else we don't right, know right. how to market our game. It's like, Darn, that sucks because your game is so good. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I wish there was some way to, like, make them feel like, you know, like the sum is bigger than the parts kind of thing. Like, that would be great if th- that could become, like, the fourth thing. Yeah. It's, like, some cool, like, indie collective. Yeah. I don't know what to call it.
0: In terms of, like, hardware, I feel like, you know, what, what Xbox is doing and saying I think is probably accurate to the future where... There's less of a need for physical hardware, and yeah. it becomes more of a service. And you get mm-hmm. like you might get like I have the official um, Xbox controller, and that connects to whatever, and that's beaming yeah. the games to me. Right, right. So I don't think it makes a ton of sense for people to be like, I'm launching a console now. Yeah. But you know, companies that are suited to do it, I think. I think Snezkov makes a very good point about um, experience with hardware being important. Yeah. Because you know, we've seen like other companies try to get in. And, like that's a that's a challenging mm-hmm. space and to we be saw in. Them if, get,
1: try to get in and fail.
0: If you haven't done it before. So I've said this before. I continue to think Amazon could be interesting mm-hmm. if they really wanted to. Like they they have their thing now, but they're obviously not making it a major priority for them. It's kind of yeah. more of a secondary thing. But they have experience with hardware and a lot of different devices. Yeah. They got a lot of money,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they seem to have. I mean, they have had some small wins in gaming, where they yeah. they probably have learned a thing or two. They have
1: learned some lessons
0: about what this industry is and what works, and how you need to uh, nurture it in a way that's different from other businesses. Yeah. Would it work? I don't know, but they may have more success than some other people.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's a good, that's a good one as well. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Last question is from Zelgaroth. I'm curious if you have any insight into this. <laughs> and Zelgaroth has included uh, an article here where the headline is, Las Vegas neighborhood is naming their streets after Pokemon.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is a hilarious story. Have you read this story?
0: Does the, well, Let's finish the question. Does this kind of thing weaken an IP? On the other hand, can or would the Pokemon company send a cease and desist to a major city like Las Vegas?
1: Sure can. Um, this story is so funny because it's like the city planner basically forgot to do this. And then had to think of the name in like a week or something or like four days. And so, picked Pokemon.
0: How do these people decide what is a street versus an avenue versus a lane versus I think it's a...
1: The, I think it's the size of it. You have to, there's, like, there's, oh, like, really?
0: there's like a... Um, is there a rhyme or reason to this? I think
1: there's like, if this is this many miles and this many lanes, it has to be like a street... Okay. I, I believe that's how it goes. I, I'm not a
0: city planner, I, hope, I no, no I idea. hope there is some sort of a rhyme or because otherwise that's something that could drive you crazy. Jigglypuff. This is a lane, and this is a street, and this a is a boulevard, and they're all the same.
1: Boulevards are bigger. Okay. A, it's like bull, expressways, boulevards, okay. streets, lanes, ways, place. I think that's how it goes. Oh,
0: wow. Well, look at you, how'd you know this?
1: I don't know, I've been making it up. Huh. I convinced you, though. There you go.
0: Pokemon, though. I don't think they like this. They might be
1: mad. Yeah. They might be mad. They definitely have the right to send a season yeah. to them. Um, they're notoriously kind of bad about... Shutting things down like this yeah
0: so and on one hand you could say like well this is a very inoffensive use of the ip on the other hand it's a a use of the ip that they are not authorizing or may not be in line with something they want to be associated with so i think this is probably going to be short-lived
1: i know go take your pictures now if you're in las Las vegas Vegas. yikes you can be on the corner i'll meet you at the corner of charmander and jigglypuff (laughs) Pick we slapped
0: some pamphlets on the corner of Jigglypuff Avenue. <laughs> it's Jigglypuff <laughs> Place, actually.
1: I'll be—I'll see you at Bulbasaur Way and uh, Squirtle Lane. Thanks. Um, that's pretty awesome, though. Like, if you live—what if you lived on like Bulbasaur? That'd Way? Be cool. Or Squirtle. Yeah. yeah. Your street address is like blah blah Squirtle. It's awesome. Anyways.
0: All right. That okay. is all of our questions for this week. Wow. Well, Let's go ahead and shout out some of our Patreon superstars, our wonderful superstars tier. Yes, here we go. All right. Aaron Hash. Ben Acorn,
1: Maru Mayhem.
0: Eigenverse.
1: Kiss My Flapjack. Mike Chin. Mr. Rogers. Roy Eschke. Switching it up,
0: underscore. Safazon.
1: The shark of Moment. VGM Life. Link, the hero of Winds,
0: Angela Bycroft and her pig Molly.
1: Turbocharge nerd.
0: Thomas O'Rourke. Kyle LaBeouf. Christopher Lara.
1: And Simon. Yay! 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 Um, are we gonna try to speed run this again?
0: I'm gonna say yes, but this is our last chance to do it.
1: Okay, I'm gonna really just commit to memory. Hunker Fredrick, down, Frederick. Oof, Conrad. Yeah, do
0: that one in advance.
1: Okay, I'm ready. Here we go. Aaron Burgundy.
0: Adam and Ainsley.
1: Jean Mallory. Ali Alejandro. Alexandra Pratt. Andrew Huhas. Astrid. Bad Moon Blazing Risen Blazin' Enthuse Bookum Dana Braddus of 556 Brooke Obscura Brookie Kazuki
0: Dash. Chelly Squirrel Christopher Lay Tar. Captain Alex Steve Rupert 17 Daniel Cold
1: Daniel Phillips Daniel Valencia Dawson,
0: Desert Cold 18 Da Dash Dalci. Dana Punch Billy Peach Elk 790 Esparce 50 Farpreet 69 Fairbun
1: Fern Jess Forever Fox Floyd Fred Brussie Frederick Wolf Connorson Gary Colfish
0: Garth of Wolf Garchu G-Sun 101 Yin Shit, Iris Marin Ezra Izzy or Izzy Jay Randa Jabroni Jones JBJ Jeff
1: Hernandez Jerry
0: 19602 Jess Union. John Responsive. John of the John Collette.
1: Jordan. <laughs> no, I messed I it up. It's my fault. And you got Condratson.
0: Jerry, Jerry926. I was like, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on.
1: <laughs> Where are we, Jordan Hemerley? Uh,
0: we got further.
1: Yeah, we got Jordan Hem Jordan, Jordan Hemmerly,
0: Hemmerly. Joseph De
1: Joshua Clements,
0: Jujifruit. Fruit,
1: Jess Camtro,
0: Justin Leminger,
1: Kaba 2796, Keith Kwan, Kelp Shake,
0: Kevin Delane. Kilo Kibo, Chrisu, Christophia Party with me. Kyle Gamer Barry Rookie. Kyle Kratzer. Kyler Nelson. Lynnell Stickman. Lemma. Lit. Mad Dog 5981. Marky Man64. Mecca Dragon 101. Megan. Michael Cravens. Mikey. Moda Mr. Andy Pond. MSM Poke Gamer. Mr. Beans and Dip. Maitrin. Niseer. Nathan Burkhart. Ninja Eleven. Panda Buns. Paul C. Pace. Paul Gale Network.
1: Prime Factor.
0: Prince Charmless. Raver. Rain Tech.
1: Ray, uh, Ray Chiron, sorry.
0: Ryuji Utsu Oku,
1: Renee Rivers.
0: Rick Alvarado. Ryoth One. RJ Kern.
1: Rob Osborne. Rocks, Ryanetta. Sam Nealon. Sharif Jackson. Shinryu. Slowbro. Shrews. Silly Ferret.
0: SJ Sharky 777. Spicy Munchkin. Steel Citrone.
1: Tales of Link. Tefu. Terra Storm. The T-Man. Thomas Alvarez. Topher Schmofer. Travis Torline. Troopage. Tug's Puppy Bear. Tuskoob. Twin Dragon 76.
0: Tyler Geist.
1: Tyler and Tracy. Ves Ves. Video Game Stupid. Virtual Bot. Wicked Davy. Will Ernst. Will Johnson. Zudever. Zelgaros. Zapatty. And Zeroid.
0: Speaking of Captain Alex, he sent us an update over the weekend... On uh, some of the stuff that's coming yes! together for the Kit and Krista custom controller, you
1: guys that pre-ordered will be getting yours a little bit earlier. Captain Alex said it's all looking good, and the 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 um, box came in. Looks beautiful, and he showed us the box, and mm-hmm. it looks so nice. Yeah. The pins are getting. I really wish I I hope, really hope it, Captain Alex sending one to us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only one, Captain Alex, if you're listening. <laughs> Can I Did my, I need to pre-order? Do I need no? to pre-order my own control Yeah, Yo, you missed the cutoff. You can't have one. Oh, no.
1: Um, but yes, I'm really excited. I'm excited for people who order to, to get it. Yeah. And hopefully, you guys love it as much as we do. Yay! It's exciting stuff. Um, all right. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash su- to support this channel and keep it going if you want to hear more. Stories from inside Nintendo and all of our industry updates and insights. Support us, please.
0: If you are watching this on video on YouTube, you can go ahead and subscribe to our channel. Give this video a thumbs up and leave a comment. If you're one of our great audio listeners, you can also subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and also leave a comment for us.
1: And don't forget to follow us on the socials. We are on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook. That's it.
0: That is it.
1: We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.